right. Are you going to pretend that you just calculated the number? No. No, we just we announced we just yeah. we did it. All right. Before, oh, sorry, let me just. Hey guys, Brandon C. McClear here. We're here with Ryan James Eliopoulos. Keep out the James. <laughs> ben Magnet. Yeah. And Sparks Witty. I have all the wit for you. You guys are getting so excited to see to listen to our Rise of Skywalker episode, our Sky, Rise of Skywalker review. Uh, but before you do that, we want to announce our winner for our super awesome, big, extravagant, downright nerdy fake nerd podcast crossover giveaway. So much Star Wars. Tons of Star Wars stuff. We added some stuff earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's still some surprises you don't know about. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, real quickly, before we announce the winner, I just want to thank Downright Nerdy, mm-hmm. Ken Knapsack, Jen Lunch from The Key Thief herself, Crafted by Z, my girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, Sparks Witty for donating a large chunk of the stuff. Oh, oh you're yeah. welcome. Um, so, yeah. It's awesome stuff. It's awesome. It's really cool stuff. You get a baby, or, baby Yoda ornament. You get a copy, a signed copy of down of a fake Ken Knapsack's book. Ken Knapsack's book. Why we and uh, the Timothy Zahn book, courtesy of Downright Nerdy's yeah. Michael Carls. Thank you. Um, and check them out. They're incredible. Our Star Wars episode is out at some point. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we wanted to announce the winner before we get into our Rise of Skywalker review and the winner is just a little podcast oh just a little winner congratulations just a little podcast you have won uh if you are listening to to this we have yet to get in touch with you get in touch with us let us know what uh your address is privately please the best way to uh mail this stuff to you we will get that to you otherwise we will probably make a formal a formal post on instagram once after this episode goes up heck yeah but congratulations. Uh, Thank you to everyone who entered. They're a show of uh, two hosts. So uh, you guys get to just split this up however you <laughs> like. Yes, you do. Uh, we do listen. To, uh, I listen to you. Um, you guys are doing a great job. Heck so yeah. uh, congratulations on the victory, guys. That's if, awesome. If yeah. you are listening to this because you entered the the giveaway, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for, for entering, entering everyone. Oh, yeah, totally. That was really great. Some uh, some lovely lovely people and some lovely friends and some yeah. some new ones. Yeah, true. Um, all right. Jump into this awesome review. All right, welcome everyone to our final review special of the 2019 season. This is the review for Star Wars Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker, directed by J.J. Abrams, written by Jakush Terrio and J.J. Abrams. I've never Jakush Terrio? Jakush Chris Terrio. Chris Terrio. Um, this is oh, I full see sp- another bloopers episode coming. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, full spoilers. Uh, from here on out, you should be warned. Uh, but I am joined today by Ryan Eliopoulos. It's me. I'm a force ghost. Ben Magnet. The force is strong with this one. And Sparks Witty. Hey, hey, hey. It's a me. And over the phone, over the interwebs, Jeremy Vellucci. I don't have a cool intro like you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> the okay. co-host, sorry, creator of the Suburban Proctologist podcast. That's true. It's all of it. Isn't that right, Jeremy? Jeremy? <laughs> I was there for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been two years since we last spoke over the interwebs. Yes, it has. Yeah, it yes, lost. back when the train was invented. <laughs> Way back when, in 2017. <laughs> I was a lot more optimistic about this franchise back then. <laughs> hey, it's over now. Don't worry. Um, all right. And clearly, I'm so senile. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we, we um, so Jeremy, I don't believe you did, but but the four of us, but Downright Nerdy, we did a uh, bingo card. 
uh, we sure did of kind of like things we want to see in the movie, things that we go in the movie to see who would who would win. So who got a bingo? I would have done one too, but I wasn't invited. Yep, <laughs> that Damn, is so, true. That's bad on our part, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Jeremy. We failed. Uh, so who, I failed who, you. Who, I got a bingo. I got, I got a bingo. A, I got a bingo. I got a bingo. I almost completed this entire. You know board. who didn't get a bingo? <laughs> Downright nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, Fanny didn't get a bingo either. She oh, played no. along with us. But they dreamed nicely. I thought for sure she'd get a bingo after reading her card. Yeah. No, she did not. Uh, so or so did she? What, let's say. Let's nope. say. Let's say what we got. Uh, I got fucking full spoilers, guys. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. We're just we're gonna talk about. We're it. just going into it. <laughs> All the spoilers. So I got Ray revealed to be a legacy character. I'll allow it. All right. Uh, Ray, Kylo, team up to kill the Emperor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka. I just wrote Ahsoka. That's no, that's cool. I got that right. <laughs> Leia dies. Yep. Yep. Dark Ray is a hallucination. Yeah. Uh, Ray makes new lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, are you just saying everything you got, not just your bingo? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, go to Tatooine. I also put Leia lives, which I don't think. That's cheating. That's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> that means that was a guaranteed point one way or another. You have to make a choice. You shouldn't get the Leia dies point. I, Fine. Uh, I won't get the... I still get a bingo. That's cool. <laughs> um, without that, I still get what a bingo. What if you take it out of play like in Yu-Gi-Oh? You know, like not in the graveyard, but like, you know, actually out of play. Oh, yeah. Uh, you die or you not mean, die. You mean banish them? Different rules, Jeremy. Yeah, exactly. Different That's rules, not how Jeremy. the force works. <laughs> uh, so it is if you complete the Millennium Puzzle. Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Duel. So I got... Uh, won't explain the New Republic. Yep. Uh... Now I'm qu- now this is a question for for the for the for the for the group here. Should I get this? Will retcon the hell out of TLJ? Should I get um, that one? Do we do wait? We say that one that? again. Will retcon the hell out of the Last Jedi? I have many points about that, and I and I'm gonna say no. I I think I agree with Jeremy that no. Yeah. I one of my pro- yeah I I would agree no no I yeah. don't I think it takes things in different directions than the last Jedi I do not think it undoes yes. things of the last Jedi yes I disagree with that I, that's fine I, 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 I and yeah. even if you I would even be willing to grant a single thing specifically that I'm thinking of but I wouldn't call that the hell out of it no so. I, yeah okay I I didn't give it to myself anyway yeah um I also wrote C3PO dies which I didn't get no um. Lando and Neondub reunite. Didn't get that. That's so sad. Yeah. They're so close to each other. I thought for sure the Falcon was going to get destroyed. Yeah. Uh, R- Rose is underused. Used that. Got that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leia knew who Ray was the whole time. That's the one I didn't want, but I got that. Yep. Mm-hmm. True that. Uh, prequel era droids were in the movie. Battle droids were in the Bab- Babu Fricks. Babu Fricks shop. Best yeah. char- the best character. <laughs> uh, new force power uh, used. Oh. Some contention here. Of whether or not that should be, is, is I said it's fine. Okay. Yeah, that um, force power was introduced this year, so yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. All right. Um, Kylo Ren oh. dies, and the Knights of Ren will be generic. Which I got that. You one. should get two <laughs> points for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should. All right, two <laughs> points. Do I get five points for saying they were weak ass? You get ten that's what points. I, said. I think you win. The, Listen, oh, we all got card. bingo if we sadly predicted that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't predict that, luckily. What else? What, what did you get, Ryan? Okay, so I got Luke Force can you, Ghost. Can you tell us your bingo yes. row first? My bingo row is Lando and the Falcon. Ray adopts Skywalker name. Long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Kylo Ren dies. Anakin Skywalker appearance. Sure. Which was the voice. The I didn't reason, say Force the, Ghost. The reason I want to know bingo rows first is because I'm curious who got five spaces instead of four in the freebie. Oh, no, yeah. I wanted to win. Yeah. Uh, or at least wanted to get a bingo. Ryan. What up? Ryan, I, I got I to gotta point out, too, that you had my favorite 
like bingo square that didn't appear in the movie and it was time travel sad face yeah <laughs> time travel <laughs> sad face yeah because like i was just like i know it happened in, in at the end of rebels, rebels. right and yes. no, it's like it's like a small thing it's not like a big deal but like i was just ready to be like are they gonna are they just gonna can do I, it can i tell you that like for what that time travel appeared in as rebels yeah that's almost the same thing that happens to ray the way that they do it i think brandon knows what i mean Basically, when they're walking through the time space, you just hear a lot of voices from the movies. Oh, okay. Now, it's just like the lines literally from the movies because they're walking through time and all of time is happening in that place. Knowing what we know about Palpatine's return, which is almost nothing, uh, I would have preferred time travel. Yeah, I put uh, uh, a... This is for me. I think I got a bad bad Ray parent retcon. Uh, They didn't change their origin, but they added to it. And I don't... I'm not a fan of it. Uh, I put Kylo Ren redeemed. I didn't like that. Kylo Ren dies. I got it. Uh, Leia used force powers. Uh, I think she did use the force with Ben when yeah, when she I'll faded that. away. I wrote clones because I want to be generic because I was like, I want Palpatine to have a patrol of like, like clone troopers, but it was worse. <laughs> it was Snoke. <laughs> uh, Rose Tico underutilized. Poe love interest. Also awful. Yeah. I love Carrie Russell so much. That poor girl. Uh, I gave myself a point for a celebrity surprise cameo. Uh, all the Jedi at the end, like uh, uh, Freddie Prince. I, I was. I would have given you um, what's his name from Lord of the Rings, Dominic Monaghan. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but we knew he was in the movie. No, I we didn't did. Know. Oh, I, he's in one of the trailers for I like a second. Yeah. I didn't see him. You know who that character should have been? I didn't watch those trailers that closely. Also remember. Rose. Also remember, we were talking about we talked about this casting when Dominic Monaghan's character. I'm saying just like take him out of the movie and give Rose more to do. Oh, oh, I that's, agree. That's what I mean. I agree because he didn't do when anything he, either when he was cast. Uh, we talked. It was the same week that Matt Smith was cast in the rise of skywalker we talked about oh young palpatine he was either going to play he was we we, we were joking he was like they're either playing ray's dad or thrawn and we kept like this is this is like when you brought up that like i knew i was supposed to know aquafina was in jumanji and i'm like cool i bet we discussed it i probably forgot it because i didn't want to remember yeah okay i i like being surprised i believe you that we talked about dominic monaghan i just didn't remember at all uh here's i also don't care that he was there uh i put leia will survive uh, I'm I'm bummed that she didn't. Leia uh, will survive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I I want to see Chewbacca Have go back to Kashyyyk. Have you checked Wikipedia lately? What? What? For what? <laughs> Have you checked Wikipedia lately? No. Why would uh, I? That's a that's a dark joke. <laughs> oh. Hi, I'm here for the sad joke, guys. Oh, we got to get into the actual Ones review before we. Feelings. Oh my god. We do that. Um. Yeah, I wanted Chewbacca to go back to Kashyyyk. I think that would have been a cool, cool thing. See oh, Kashyyyk cool. again. We saw Endor and and little baby and best, teddy bears. We saw Bespin. Yeah, so like I was like, oh, let's see some. That's Kashyyyk. an interesting idea. Yep. I feel like at this point, Chewie needs to stay with somebody he's connected to in the Resistance on yeah. some level. I think that he's been away from Kashyyyk for far too long. Yeah, he got his medal though. Finally, boy, we'll talk about it. Boy. I don't want to talk about that right now. Go ahead. Ben. Okay. <laughs> My bigger row is someone gets force choked. Yep, someone does. Uh, Chewie lives at the end of the movie. Does he get force choked or does he get force thrown into He the gets force choked, then force thrown. All right. Uh, Jedi, so, uh, someone does a Jedi mind trick. Ray does the Jedi mind trick on the stormtroopers. You uh, don't have to explain them. We saw the movie. Palpatine <laughs> related to Ray in some way. Kyle gets haunted by Han Solo. Yeah. That's mm. your winning row. Yeah, that's my winning row. Good row. Yeah, I got force ghost looped. I got Leia dies and becomes a force ghost. I got Ray takes a Skywalker name. Uh, Knights of Ren or some of the night or one or all of them join Ray to become a Jedi. Didn't get that. Dark Ray is a Palpatine vision to try and turn Ray. Didn't get that. That wasn't it. Lando has a moment with Falcon or L3, which I wish we saw a moment with um, Lando and the Falcon, but we didn't. I and, think he was in it. <laughs> yeah, and I was very specific on this one. Anakin Vader Force Ghost visits uh, Kylo. We all, mm. we all wanted it. Yeah. If we had just put it. if we had just put Anakin, we would have all gotten it. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, C-3PO dies or his program it. is rewritten. Didn't get that. Poe po is the one who says, I have a bad feeling about this. It was Lando. Uh, Kylo rebuilds the mask halfway into the movie. He, yeah. In the first like five minutes, ten minutes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't get why. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Uh, Ray starts training New Jedi at the end of the movie. Didn't get that. Uh, Force goes smile at Ray at the end of the movie. Got that. Kylo kills Palpatine then fights Ray. No. Phasma lives. Then dies again. <laughs> Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was, I was My one thing. <laughs> I was hoping for a Wilhelm scream to come back, but no. Well, they retired the Wilhelm scream. Uh, yeah, J.J. Abrams is committed to his, I created a new Wilhelm scream. No. Pretentious butt. No. <laughs> the Force uh, Awakens is the last Star Wars movie that will ever have the Wilhelm scream. I still call shenanigans. Uh, Thrawn is mentioned in some way, shape, or form. Not. Uh, oh, real quick. Uh, I think uh, Richard E. Grant should have been Thrawn. I think that character would have been more interesting if it was Thrawn. I... I I like. I don't think it's necessary, and I don't want them to have done that because I'm far more interested in not knowing where Thrawn's story ends right now, mm-hmm. and I would hate for them to have to write what stories they're going to tell about what happened to Thrawn after Rebels to lead to this conclusion. All right, that's fair. Yeah. Now I know what you're saying. I kind of, I kind of agree and get it because I'm like, man, yeah, if he could have connected to the live action stuff, heck yeah, that would have been great. I'd hate to pigeonhole them into having to s- extend the universe stuff into that's fair leading to this conclusion. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. If it were something where they'd already written a lot of that story and then did this, mm-hmm. I'd agree. Okay. And my last two squares are also he would have made a great Thrawn. Sorry, it's okay. He would have made yes. a great Thrawn. Yes, he would have. Uh, uh, my last two squares are Ben me cries somewhere during the movie, which I did. I also got that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also got that one. Yeah. And Finn discovers he is force sensitive. That's my fantasy. What a waste. Which is a little, which is, which is weird to throw that in right now. Uh, I don't feel like it's thrown in. Yeah. No, I guess we'll get into it. Okay. Uh, I put Leia lives. Didn't get it. Oh, sorry. My bingo row is uh, Yoda appears as a voice. Yep. Mm, I didn't true. specify. That's what I did. So yeah. uh-huh. Luke Skywalker visually appears. I did specify and he did a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. We hear Darth Vader breathing. Mm-hmm. Knights of Ren are weak ass. <laughs> weak ass. That was my bingo row. I'm glad that the I Knights almost of had bingo on another row where I said Ben cries during this movie. Ray's parents are nobody. Uh, <laughs> Hayden Christensen appears. Ben Solo dies, and then I said dilapidated Death Star appears in the first hour, and it showed up an hour and eight minutes in. Oh, <laughs> so close. I was eight minutes oh, off. No. You were so close, dude. I was close, so I don't get that space. Uh, I also did get Leia has been training Ray to use the Force. Cloning is involved somewhere in this movie. Yep. Ray is Palpatine's granddaughter. Maz Kanata appears. Finn does not end up with Rose romantically, and Snoke's origin is explained. Did you know Maz Kanata was a puppet sometimes in this movie? Yes, yes. I did. That's awesome. And, it, and you could it tell looked, when she wasn't. And it looked good. Yeah. God, should have done from the beginning. Uh, C-3PO remembers everything I didn't get. R2-D2 saves everyone I definitely didn't get. Um, Palpatine takes no physical form. Nope. <laughs> Tales of Anakin lightsaber is told. Nope. Yep. Kylo Ren goes unredeemed. Nuh-uh. C-3PO dies. Nope. Finn wields a lightsaber. Uh-uh. Skywalker becomes replacement term for Jedi. No. Jeremy, do you have any predictions? I know you didn't do bingo, but do you have any predictions bef- like that you had in your own mind? Yeah, well, you, since, you, since you guys left me out, I, I, I decided I was going to make my own bingo card. And so here was the five that I got. Um, first gay droid kiss. Got that one. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, baby Yoda is discovered to be a spy. Okay. I love Boba that plot twist. Fett sings a song. Alderaan blows up again. <laughs> <laughs> 
And the last one, Palpatine gets a rom-com spin-off about his illegitimate child. Excellent. Oh, My three Palpatines. All right, we December should, 20th. Brilliant, brilliant bingo row, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we, should, we should probably get into the review. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so... Then, review discussion. Then we will... Now that that fun is over with... That's fun. Let's get into the nitty-gritty of it all. Once again, guys... Full spoilers if you got this far. I'm sorry. Um, Can I get oh, my... Uh, real quick, yeah. check out Downright Nerdy. They're probably going to talk about their bingo cards and how theirs went. Yes. Uh, they were doing it in yes. conjunction with us. Go check out their Instagrams and check out their episode. You want to go first? No, can initial I just... Thoughts? This is this is just my overall initial thoughts. Disappointed! That's Kevin Sorbo and Hercules. <laughs> That's awesome. I love Kevin Sorbo. I just wanted to use that clip so bad. I'm like, when when were you going to naturally... I'm just going to say it. I need to use it. So. <laughs> I, I like a lot of stuff in it, but I'm overall disappointed. Uh, I think I'm, I'm with you. I'm I, I'm really disappointed in this yep. film. Um, this, is, this is the disappointed side over here. Yeah, I liked it. I had fun. I, I enjoyed it. Cool. Uh, I'm glad. Yeah, I, I'm not disappointed. I think from the moment that Palpatine was announced to be in this movie, I kind of knew more what I was going to be getting out of this movie. So it didn't necessarily surprise me in some of the avenues it decided to go down. I was mentally preparing myself for it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I watched the movie a second time yesterday. To um, I said, okay, I know. Because I, I don't disagree. Like I think there are flaws in this movie. I think there are obvious problems and ways that this story could have been told better. But I'm like, I don't want to think about that. I just want to think about the avenue they chose. Can I feel anything about this? I just want to feel. I'm not going to think about this. I just want to feel it. And for the most part, I could. Mm-hmm. If I just drop that, if I just let myself like, okay, take me where you want to take me. Let me see how I feel about it. I felt better. Jeremy? Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of with Sam on that exact who uh, exact point. Who's that? Was that was that Sam? What? No, he went who's, to the movie with us, but he's not Sparks. here. That's Sparks. no, no, no. You're you're thinking of Sparks. Who's who? Who is the Brandon one? <laughs> just call the, just call him Sparks. Tall, is he the tall guy with the beak? I'm getting my people confused. That's anyway, Beaker. Um, just call him Sparks. Listen. Yeah, no, I'm with um, I'm with uh, whatever um, the the movie because um, because here, here's how I kind of I, I kind of frame it in my mind is that um, I know I know kind of what I'm getting into based on the the first two films and so I kind of have my expectations set around uh, the, those first two films and I kind of separate from the the outer. Uh, realms of Star Wars at this point entirely. I kind of just take in every single new Star Wars piece of media as it's thrown at me. So I, I tried to go in, you know, just like, okay, can this just make me feel on its own merits from the from the story start to finish? And there was a lot of points um, in this movie that that closed, um, you know, story arc loops in really satisfying ways for me. So I really enjoyed the movie. So, um, oh. so, so yeah, I wanna I wanna say real quickly. Um, I, we talked about uh, Klaus, Klaus, right? Klaus, yeah. We talked about Klaus earlier and how like I kind of know what that movie was going to do, but it's about the execution. I almost have no problems with the story of this movie. When we talked about The Last Jedi, my problem with it was, oh, this isn't the Star Wars movie I wanted. That's not my problem with this movie. No. I think this is a badly made movie. I think the filmmaking is bad. I think so, the script is bad. So one of the things, so one of the things I'm going to back you up on this <laughs> one a little bit. Um, I feel like J- like like... People who watch The Last Jedi wrongly feel that Ryan Johnson took away a lot of J.J. Abrams' toys, essentially. Let's call let's call them action figures. Like the plot lines that he set on the board. He like, put him in a corner. I really think I don't think he did though. I think The Last Jedi opens up Star Wars. We talked about it on our review. 
I was excited about the future of where Star Wars could go. Oh no, from I think I think he meant that JJ put Johnson in a corner. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But so what happened was so what happened was <clears throat> you know Ryan Johnson's like here's all here's what I did and JJ was like that's cool I'm gonna do what I want to do now I, I, he did it so in you know improv it's like yes and yes. J.J. Abrams did God, yes, I'm so but. glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that because that's how I felt about this this whole time is that um, I think that I think that the a lot of issue with this trilogy has been that it required people who can do yes and. Yes. And this was my problem when they said J.J. Abrams was the person coming back. Yeah. He can't do yes and. Yes. He goes, yes, but my thing. Yes, right. Exactly. Exactly. I was like, he can't be the guy because he's going to do yes, but no. Yes. Uh, and Johnson did do a good job of kind of doing yes and i would even i like the last jedi a lot i would even argue that uh he still worked passionately against some things that mm-hmm. jj gave him you know and said no but i'm funny, gonna do this uh, i just liked where it went better say that because i i honestly think that it's 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 the 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 sort of game of tug of war between them that makes the, inter- the movie so interesting. interesting i kind of feel like if if you don't have that sort of conflict internally, then you're kind of left with a flat movie. And I feel like it, them, them kind of like struggling for, for a universal message, like forced them into a creative corner that I really enjoyed. I think that worked for me in last Jedi. I don't think that that came across as well in rise of Skywalker. Um, but I think there's a lot of external elements that cause that more than anything sure. else. I just think the, the other the other thing that I, that I wanted to touch on though is my biggest gripe of the film is I don't want to be spoon fed fan service, and I felt honestly like one of the things that makes me very upset about this movie is that it feels like they polled all these people who were just you know the not my the hashtag not my Luke crowd and they polled all the people what do you want to see what do you want to see and they just kept putting that in the movie to be like do you like this do you like this do you like us now and like I felt that throughout the full movie and it really disappointed me because I'm like well look if you're not interested in telling if you're not if you're just interested in giving is spoon feeding me fan service I'm not interested in your franchise yeah I yeah there's there is a lot of fan service and and for some people that's cool uh, uh, I do like s- uh, some of the fan service in here, and I guess it really at the end of the day, it's just like how much is is enough for you? Yeah. Uh, this, this, see, this was too much for me. When I we agree. Get to, when we get to the Ray, Ray's Ray taking the name of Skywalker, which I actually really like, I've wanted her to do that since the first movie. I think that would been cool. Like she takes the sure. name Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cool beat, and I was always hoping it would end that way, and I'm glad that it did. But by the time we got there, I'm like, well, Jesus, we've had so much already. Couldn't you just leave something out? <laughs> mm. I just, I Let's think... talk about Luke Skywalker's arc because I really liked his arc, like from one to like, or, sorry, uh, seven, eight, and nine, like all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I guess he's only in eight and nine, but um, you know, to a degree. But anyway, he's technically so, like, in seven. In, 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 like the way that I like to center this this story arc uh, is is all around that lightsaber. So, like at the end of uh, Force Awakens, you know, Ray is presenting the lightsaber on the cliffside. Beginning of Last Jedi. Um, Luke throws the lightsaber behind him and then towards the middle end of this film um, he catches the lightsaber as she's throwing it into the fire and gives it back like there's like the, there's like this whole symbolic um, story arc going between you know all three films that I thought was really cool and I think then they all they also tied it together with, I do think um, that, can... that uh, you go. go ahead no uh, go ahead go ahead Jeremy Oh, the, then the, the the X-wing coming out of the water was cool. I like that part. Right? <laughs> it, 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 just, it made my made my fanboy Jimmy's jingle. It just felt to me that when we get to the point of that of that moment, it's you know he 
I, I, you're contextualizing in a way that I didn't really think about, and perhaps I did take a lot of external forces into that scene specifically. Because when he's like, "That's no way to treat a thing," it felt like, right, guys? Like we messed up with the hint or the right? That's what we we did that for you. Like it didn't feel like yeah, it was no, earned for his character. If you frame it, if you frame it from the from the point of view of the studio, it it seems really like kind of like like shoehorned in. But the way that I that I framed it was that. They they had been like of course this wasn't really the case but if you're taking it you know at face value it seems like the the, the story arc that's happening was planned from the beginning because it seems like um, you know Luke Skywalker had like this whole like um, build up as you know like this is like too much responsibility and then like he had kind of like a meltdown and then in in Force Awakens like or not Force Awakens and uh, Rise of Skywalker. Like that, that whole that whole character development like came to a head, and now he like actually can teach something to Ray. You know, like there was like there was there was conflict, and then there was resolve. You know, so I I agree with that. I I appreciate that. Uh, I I actually I'm glad we're talking about this moment specifically. I think this is a a, a key specific thing, and I and I don't think anybody is wrong for the way that it makes you feel, but I do think you have to recognize where whatever bias or something pre-existing is coming into play because uh this well, whole I think Luke Skywalker you're, I think you're wrong if it makes you horny. So <laughs> that's just my you don't know hey, what I don't, don't kink shame man. Um no, I I think that uh I saw a lot of people talking about how they were just like roll their eyes upset about Luke lifting the X-wing out because they're like it's it's specifically a uh doing the thing that they know the fans want because they saw the X-wing under the water and they were wanting Luke to do it in the last movie and he didn't do it and now he finally does it. I'm like Yes, you can look at it that way if you're, that was payoff, if honestly, you're a person uh, who was upset about Last yeah. Jedi or, or like the way it was handled. There are people who felt that way. My point being that like I saw it as like this is Luke, the person who said it's impossible to lift an X-Wing, having the moment where he lifts the X-Wing to lift up his student and let her go do the thing he needs to do. It's like it, it is a – if you want to – if you embrace the – as much as this isn't exactly what you want, embrace that this is the end – for now of the Skywalker saga and this is the conclusion certainly of Mark Hamill being in these movies and this is the the rounded arc of him that moment is really poignant and beautiful um and and, and what really Jeremy said in last Jedi and it would have to happen in this one right and what and thing, exactly you know? exactly and what it, in in my opinion him lifting the x-wing out is a yes and not a yes but mm-hmm. a lot of people are treating it like it's a yes but and it's ignoring what Johnson was doing. And I'm saying, I think it's a yes and. I think it's taking the opportunity and building on it. Because Johnson also just didn't have to show you the X-Wing. I agree. Um, and I, yeah, I agree I with what Jeremy's... Sorry, go on. Oh, I was just going to say that I think that there's a, a lot to do also with, you know, like, when you're watching these movies um, in the moment and, you know, you know that there's time between them and you have to wait and stuff, you want all of your hopes and, and stuff fulfilled in that moment because it's the new movie and it's 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 you know it's the, the hype is is overwhelming and so i think there's a lot of uh things that have dragged on from people's feelings over last jedi where by the time you got to this movie it's like too much too little too late but that doesn't really it's not really fair to the film because it's like of course the second act is gonna is gonna raise a lot of conflict and tension and stuff and like you have to wait for that resolve in the last film and i think it's because of all this like external hype that you have people, you know, complaining about the the problems that were set up in a in in a second act that you know were meant to be resolved in a third act, and so I feel like people are calling all this resolution fan service when it's like, well, I mean, how else are you going to resolve all that tension? You know, it's like that's 
that's how you build a story arc from you know episode one two and three you got to have you got to have people you know raising questions and creating problems and then resolving them in the last one so, uh, i and i, I do, mean that's, that's how i feel about it yeah no and i do want to agree that like there are things yeah, having seen it a second time helped a lot there are a lot of things like luke catching the lightsaber which are like there, there are those windows, but I, I, I do want to say, like, I agree with the overall point that this did narrow down the scope of what was a more open world that Johnson set up with Last Jedi. Yeah, I will. I, I agree with that. I agree with you that, like, you know, things got zeroed in in a way that I don't like every creative decision that he was made there. He also just fundamentally misunderstands the ending of The Last Jedi. Like because at the end of the Last Jedi, hope is reignited in the galaxy. The legend of Luke Skywalker has reignited hope in the galaxy. And by the in the beginning, of this one's like nobody came at crate. Everyone hates us. No one's going to fight with us. And I, it's like that shouldn't have been the ending. That's I, the, not what the ending of the Last Jedi was I, saying. I do have a problem with that because the end of this movie is oh look we did gather all the forces, but yeah. it was in my See, movie it was because with Lando. We did it with this one, Lando did it. And like not to bring no actually why not bring up Endgame. Is this is this is the equivalent of like Endgame for the saga, right? Yeah. It's this big finale thing. One of my major problems with this movie is like again, if it it does narrow it down so much, where this should be a, a this should be a celebration of the entire franchise, mm-hmm. and like like I'm not I'm not like mad that I didn't see an Anakin Force Ghost. Like that's not gonna like bum me out. It's mm-hmm. not gonna ruin the movie. But there's just like I feel like oh we just gotta focus on the things that I was setting up in Force Awakens, and mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't really feel that connection. Oh Lando shows up and then he's gone and then he shows up and he's barely there and then he portals in no i think i think i think lando's a great example lando is a in my opinion a linchpin of a thing where i again like i i like the i try not to do too much i know there are ways to fix this i try not to do too much of the like obviously you can make this better but um but with lando yeah i don't like him just kind of being wasting away at a burning man concert in space uh and saying (laughs) that my flying days are over and i and i'd rather have him uh, have when they find him that what he's been doing this whole time is uh, he's been going planet to planet already and telling them about the resistance, telling them about the story of what Luke did, telling them that there's still hope so that when that ending punch comes that Lando leads in the team, it feels like it's already been built up to. It's what Lando's been doing. It yeah. feels more he's like been a, actively involved. It feels more like I a yes and. I want to come back from buying cigarettes too, but you know, some people are just scoundrels, okay? <laughs> don't make it personal, Jeremy. Well, but see, that would be that would be a good way of... Scoundrels make... don't become generals. <laughs> that would be a good well, way of... Uh, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> that would be a good way of um, yes, ending the end of the last yeah. Jedi. No, I, 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 I'm with you, and, and I would have, I would have really liked to have seen that. Can we talk? Can we call for Papa Palpatine real quick? Call for Papa Palpatine. Yeah. Um. Again, I don't have a problem with him showing up. I do think I like ex- his deadite look a lot. Yeah. No. He, yeah. Uh, visually, again, like it's it's a Disney Star Wars movie. The movie has a lot of money. It looks gorgeous. The visuals have never been the problem. I think the execution of how did he come back? Why is he back? Like his plan. Like he just has all these the Snoke. He clones. has a hundred thousand Super Star Destroyers that they're all manned Jesus. and crewed. Jesus, well, those not just no they're one, not Super not Star Destroyers. Sorry. They're Star Destroyers. Not just yeah. that, but these Star Destroyers now have cannons that can destroy a planet, which is what the Death Star was. So there's a hundred thousand planet destroying, and like of course, like they're in the outer re- outer reaches. They're so in the no, unknown regions. So not many people know, but this seems a Who, little high did, scale that did, no one noticed. Where did all the soldiers come from? <laughs> yeah. Where did uh, all did, his, Sith, his Sith troopers come from? Yeah, were they just were they part in the, the ice? Were those the guys part? in the in, in the in the mausoleum crowd chanting the duel of the fate song? Like, who are? I who? took I took all the Sith by the way, oh. like all of them in the robes that those are like just Sith spirits. They're not 
physically that's how I took it. presently okay. there. Yeah, I here. just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page with it. I wasn't sure. Well, so like that the Sith troopers it. were they all first ordered and then they just went to the unknown I, regions that changed dude, the uniform. The first order got screwed Explain. over. <laughs> the first order, I feel like it's J.J. Abrams who did this to himself, but like the mystery of like, oh, the first order, oh, it's just Palpatine. And the final order is the actual thing. I'm like, that feels like the first order was you useless. S- you start with the... You start with the final <laughs> order. <laughs> start with the final order. And like Palpatine, Palpatine having made Snoke really bugged me. Again, I don't have a problem with him making Snoke. If you want to make someone who's trying to influence the most powerful people on the planet, why do you make him look like an evil emperor monster? If you're trying to seduce people through a middleman, why do you make it the ugliest guy who they make it hard to do so? Well, he's made out of his finger, so... <laughs> He is missing a finger. How else were they gonna get oh. Andy Circuit? <laughs> Again, I just think the execution. Uh, I think the opening crawl is bad. I think it's a bad. I, I really think it, this is a bad opening crawl. It really punches you in the gut with a lot of more plot than. Like it's right ever when been. it starts off, when it says the dead speak, even when I was like, Ooh, well, boy. I think it's really weird that you had to be playing Fortnite to hear that message. Yes. What? Yes. Yes. Oh, I, I heard about that. The Where message is online. That? Yeah. Yeah. It, I I can't. Be- it's broadcast on Fortnite. I cannot begin to actually tell you how much that infuriates me. That the <laughs> no, it infuriates the, me the too. The finale of the Star Wars movie, a piece of the the, the, the story, is in a Fortnite video game. That's mind-boggling. Ooh, I am so mad about. Yeah, it. also, it's so now, silly. Also, no, it's also mm. Mustafar. Oh at yeah. The beginning? Yeah. That's Mustafar. I thought so when I saw the planet, and then I had to look online later, and I'm like, that looked like Mustafar from afar. And he's killing Vader cultists to get the holocron, not a holocron. The Wayfinder. The The Wayfinder. Why isn't it a holocron? Bring it back to Endgame real quick. Because it has to find the way. I described the first half of this movie as like a kind of, like there are nice action elements stuff, but like a kind of a boring like fetch quest. They have to find this Wayfinder, but they got to find the knife to find the Wayfinder to find the planet. The first hour and 15 minutes of this movie is episode eight. So yes. So I, I, I look at Endgame. Endgame is also a fetch quest, but it's across space and time where they're Captain America's fighting Captain America. Yo, the first 40 minutes of Return of the Jedi are fetch quests. Yeah, and it's so much more interesting because all the characters are doing really interesting <laughs> things and it's well written and you have a Rancor. Yeah, Rancors are dope. Ah, Although Luke's plan doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Hey, man. Return of the Jedi is not my favorite Star Wars movie. <laughs> so there you go. Now there's this. Again, on the thing of the execution, I thought it was I thought it was kind of a boring plan. I'm like, this is the final Star Wars movie. I feel the scope should have been way bigger. I think the final battle is underwhelming. That big battle where we don't see very many actual dogfights, I think it's underwhelming. But wasn't it cool when Palpatine shot up lightning? Oh, you mean like, uh, sure, I guess. He can do that to 100,000 or 100, like. Why would you ever have a ship? I'm so strong in the sea. It's not a real blockbuster if there isn't a blue beam shooting up in the sky. Apparently not. Oh Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. That's awful. That's truly awful. Yes. Okay, so uh, you guys could probably rebuke this. Like, I'm not like actually mad, but I'm curious about. So Palpatine is, he he absorbs the life force from both of them. He's like super powerful, right? Because they're a duality in the force. A dyad. Dyad. Sure, I'm cool with that. Whatever. He does his super omega beam into the sky and he knocks out. Thousands of ships. Would we say there's thousands of ships up there? Do you uh-huh. think? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. So when he does that to Ray, she's just able to block it willy nilly, and it's no, not no, a problem no, because she has two lightsabers. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Mace and Windu was was having trouble fighting back Palpatine when he was when he I, was not that powerful. That was Palpatine's plan. Mace Windu's still alive. It's true. <laughs> and also, yeah, I would, are, and also, uh, no, he's definitely dead now because he talked to Ray through the Force. So does that mean Ahsoka's dead? Yes. Yeah, yes. Ahsoka's dead. That sucks. And yeah. Also, and also to counteract, I would argue that she that even though. Palpatine is giving her all the the same amount of power that he was using to short circuit all those ships up in the sky. Yeah, 
that when he's attacking her and she blocks with the lightsabers, she has all the Jedi. I mean, even though it sucks because you can't see that, them. So, so is this is this like a Namekian thing where like all actually all of their Jedi power is in her now? Is I that would, what I'm supposed to understand? That, at that I'm only, confused. At that only at that point in time. Yeah, I would well, argue yes. So this actually brings up an interesting thing about this movie that I actually really like. I like the introduction of the dyad. Yeah, I really do, and I really like it when we build on Force mythology, and that's what that is. I yes. Uh, there is not enough time in this movie to dedicate to what that truly means. That's what comics are for. And I would, but see, I don't want to do no, that. No, I know. I don't want to either. But because there's so much movie crammed into this, they they, yep. they can't do a whole lot with the, with the things that they put in there. As I was watching I this movie. I would really like to know more about the diet. I agree. As I was watching this movie, I was like, wow, this is going to be the tie-in comic. This is a tie-in comic. Yeah. I did that. No, I agree. I agree. Awful. Can I tell you the thing? Like The thing is that the diet can't be explored in a movie that also has Palpatine. Ben would have had to have been the focus threat. But he knows. But Palpatine. See, that's the thing. So we never, we never go forward with it when, when it's revealed that Palpatine figures out that they're a dyad. He's like super stoked, meaning that they're a little rare in the Force. The Force doesn't always. Yeah, do he said this. it hasn't been seen in generations. Yeah. So when Pal- but Palpatine knows about it, you know that kind of goes back to Lucas's thing about Palpatine manipulating the dark sure, side of the yeah. Force. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I, I really like that. I, I wanted more of that. I'm agreeing with you, and I'm saying that there isn't room to, to explore anything that new when you're dedicating so much time to Palpatine. The moment <sighs> that Palpatine is in this movie, you can't explore a lot of new because you have now given it to him. But they don't even talk about how he's alive. That's not that's irrelevant. It's not the point. Honestly, I'm, I prefer not knowing because whatever it is is probably I stupid. Do I think I think that... It, it, it adds it adds this sense of mystery, which I mean, like, is kind of cool because if you go too in depth with with uh, explaining everything, you end up with shit like midichlorians. And, no, I, 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 I get that, but but one of the things that with Palpatine with Palpatine that I that I think would benefit the story of how he's alive is the end of Vader's arc is about killing Palpatine, and the thing that he just survived. Like, I would like to know: was he reanimated? I, was he cloned? Okay, here's what was, I take what away happened from there? It. I think that I think that there's a lot of stories because he exploded left about that, and I. Well, of course, and I think, and I think that Palpatine has always kind of had this sort of like infrastructure set up for himself, mm-hmm. or at least maybe since he set up the Empire, and maybe he, you know, we know he can clone shit, so maybe he's been he's been passing that that Force spirit of his and to clone after clone, and after he died on the Death Star, it was like being into a new body. We don't know. I mean, we can only speculate. Well, that was I, that, that was I mean, the original. Enough. Those are the original <laughs> comics. I was actually just about to bring that up. Um, yeah. but, oh, go, ahead, well, that, go ahead, Jeremy. Go ahead, Jeremy. I haven't read that, so I mean, speculation got me there anyway. But you mm-hmm. know, it, it, I think that the the the, the questions kind of want to make it interesting, and not and like if, if if they just kind of shoved it in your face and said this is how it happened on a you know an A to B kind of kind of format, it would, I feel like it would feel kind of flat and linear. I think I like the I like the questioning aspect of it. Yeah, I I prefer not knowing. Because if I don't know, that means my own answer is valid and mm-hmm. I don't need it to be clarified for me, which is that they introduced the concept that Palpatine is more than just Palpatine. He's all of the Sith and possibly yeah, has been for a long time, um, which would explain why he's been so powerful and, and so devious and, and so able that, to mask himself. justifies all those like, 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 like that huge like council of Sith and shit. It's like it makes him feel bigger than he has been previously which also justifies him being in the movie it's like okay he's not just this guy who was like you know oh i think i'm gonna run the run the galaxy he's actually like this really dark 
imposing force in the force. Almost that al- is kind of now. Almost as if he has the blessing of the Sith, like all of the Sith that have ever been. Like, yeah. this is our guy mm-hmm. who's going to revive the Sith. And they put that in from the beginning. It's why the, he was able to hide himself from the Jedi when he in the prequels, all that kind of stuff. I can buy that. If that were theoretically the, the case, I can buy his body physically surviving and his spirit being kept alive by the embodiment of the dark side of the force of the Sith. Because if you do see because him... Because he looks zombie-like. He's missing He fingers. looks like a yeah. deadite mm-hmm. yeah. when we see him. I think he's, yeah. he's barely holding on, yeah. and they're just holding him there because they have no other place to put the dark side energy that they've been maintaining, and they don't want to lose their grip on power. He yeah. straight up says the dark side is... Um, is has avenues that may yeah. consider to be a natural line. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, again, uh, I, I I agree. I don't I don't need to know how he came back. Like, uh, but again, and, the, and by that logic, sorry, by that yeah. logic, it also doesn't ruin Vader killing him. I think no. he did die. Essentially, he did bring. He's as good force. as dead. Uh, but the the Sith spirits are keeping him around. It yes. wouldn't have made any difference than him being a Force ghost who also wanted to possess a body. Like it's all the same to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, for me, the execution is I I again I, I also don't want to be like oh I can make the movie better. That's not what I want to do. But the opening crawl, it's like hey Palpatine's alive and he's just he's just spreading his word. I'm like that's a lot to take in immediately when this is the start of the movie. Like just give me ten minutes. Of the rebels hearing the voice, hearing the Fortnite message. And they're going, was that Palpatine? And then they slowly realize, holy shit, he's back. It's a small scene, a small scene that you need. But you give me it to the opening crawl, and it's like, oh, this is, you're throwing a lot at me in two sentences. Yeah, I think I think they've wanted to give themselves the room of saying that, like, they've been they've been trying to find out if this is real or not for a while, because they get the answer that it's real from what they do at the beginning. Yeah. And up to that point, they haven't believed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, um, that makes it too linear when you when you have when you have like like something happen to the characters and then they react to it and then you know the the, the next thing is 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 a play off of that reaction. It it, it it's so A to B to C. I, I kind of like it in the crawl because then again you fill in the blanks yourself. There's there's time between Last Jedi and and Rise of Skywalker in the same way that you know there's time between New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. And I mean shit happens in Empire Strikes Back, and I don't want to see them fly to Hoth. I still you know, just I think it's the execution care. more than the actual idea. Sure, I, I don't know. I don't know that starting it with already having heard the broadcast is as much of an issue to me, um, because it would be if I didn't already know Palpatine was in this movie. Some but people I, don't though. But I, he's been in all the. Marketing. Dude, I work with a girl who didn't know a new Star Wars movie was coming out this week. Okay. <laughs> I mean that's fair, but that's also a person who like that kind of reveal probably doesn't take anything away from them because they're not that invested. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, I don't think that you needed. Uh, the the slow build up to it for for that specific. I just think it, it would have been a much more uh, appreciative and like impactful reveal instead of just like oh Palpatine's back and mm-hmm. again like even if I know he's coming back yeah I watch I watch trailers for movies all the time I know what's gonna happen it doesn't mean that I sh- still shouldn't be surprised when I actually see it in context. You know what I'll meet you in the middle with that one. It would have worked better at the end of Last Jedi. Yeah, sure. Because then it would have been a, oh, shit, I can't wait for the next movie. But I think in the beginning of Rise of Skywalker, it's too late. You know, like, they made that decision when they started production of this movie. This, so, I mean, you yes. get what I, Yes, that, that is a good middle ground. I, I, it does feel like JJ's trying to make episodes eight and nine in one movie. Yes, Because, like, he's trying to, like, make a middle ground. Like, if he, hey, if I, this is what I was going to do if I could do the whole thing. And I just feel like it's, it's really messy. They should have done the whole Let thing. Let me tell you about stakes in this movie. There are none. And this movie bothers me a lot because we have Chewbacca and he dies. 
and then he's resurrected. He's not resurrected. Sorry, he's he's shown that he's he's alive. Not more it's than a fake f- out. It's a fake out. Not more than five minutes later. Yeah. If you would have given me some actual time to believe it, I would have probably cared more. Or just kill him and make but it then have stakes. Shouldn't that have? Shouldn't that beat have been? Like the way that I that I that I thought that that beat has been more that it was meant to show Ray having those lightning powers and to like but you can, make you think Chewie died. You can do other it's ways both. to show that power without the fake out of Chewie's death. Yes, because again, not more than five minutes later, you, you see him, and I I don't know how. And force... the reveal his uh, that he's alive probably should have been later. Yes, also. and like I don't know how force powers work and how strong people are, but she can't tell that he's alive until she's much closer. But I know. People are communicating like telepathically and they feel people from far away in the galaxy. Like she, I feel like she would know if her friend actually died, right? You would, she, you would feel it like when people sit down when somebody dies? Yeah. I mean like you could you could debate all the I'll avenues of that. this which would that's, be like, you know, that's, the stress that's, that's of the situation point. or or like the the panic over the fact that yeah. lightning just came out of her hands which has never happened before. Yeah. Uh, y- you, could, you could debate about that for a long okay, time. Okay, so I'll give you... Okay, so let's say that Chewbacca is the only one. Okay, but then we have Kylo Ren. He gets stabbed. Oh, but then he doesn't die. And then the Emperor throws him down the cliff and he doesn't die. And then Rey doesn't die. And then Kylo dies? Mm-hmm. I think that's a whole bunch of things that uh, it's too and C-3PO much. C-3PO was getting his memory wiped and Thank then it was you. okay. C-3PO gets his memory wiped mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be a big deal. Nah, we're just going to fix it. Yeah. Sure. Like, I think, I think that is way screen. too much of like, we can't, we, we're not, we can't do The Last Jedi. We have to have things go in order the way they're supposed to be. And again, like, it's the end of a trilogy. You have, things have to line up. Poetry, George Lucas. But I think that's, I think it's lazy. That, see, that's, that's my thing. It's just, it, the Last Jedi made me so excited because it was a blockbuster. Took risks, took all these things. This movie, to me, was so predictable. This is a regressive it, state for Star Wars, and it's just it's it's may, maybe I'm just taking in the fact that I was so excited about the future of Star Wars. Like I was like, hell yeah, Lucasfilm is going to start taking some risks. This is great. This is wonderful. And then they're just like, nah, make the common denominator because goddamn, that was and, scary. And again, like. A lot of people really like this movie. Like again, this is like divided the fans or whatever. Like divided one of the way. reviews that I saw today was, you know, I don't care how good the movie was, I just want it to feel like Star Wars. And that's if that's you, that's fantastic. But I go to the but I I like movies with structure and that are well made and I like I look at filmmaking different than other people because I'm invested in filmmaking and I just think this is a badly made movie that also has some bad Star Wars elements in it Emma Fife put it uh, I listened to the the Jedi Council I listened to a lot of podcasts I listened to Ken Napslock's podcast yeah yeah, I listened to the uh, to the Jedi Council um non-spoiler review Emma Fife said this about about it and I really feel this to my core uh she said that uh, I just now have to come to terms with the fact that the stories that I want to see in Star Wars, they're just not interested in doing in film. They are only interested in doing that in television. And like I had to, I had to come to terms with the fact that the, yeah, the Star Wars properties that I really latch onto are the TV shows. They're the ones that are doing the stuff that I want to see from this franchise. And the films yeah. just aren't interested in doing that type of storytelling. And my last thought before I want Ben to say something. Um, uh, again, I, 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 I don't think I'd be as harsh if we didn't just have another finale. That that exceeded expectations and it had stakes and it was Endgame, and like I f- and they took the safe this the safe route with this movie and it it does ultimately bum me out. There are still really good things in it, but like I think the Jedi the the, the duet dyad fight scene is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. But there are so many wasted elements. Nights like, Ren suck. Yeah. And like there's so many wasted elements. And like again, this is the finale of of 44, 42 years of filmmaking, and I feel like. It's 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 very uh, narrow and shallow yeah. compared to the Last Jedi, which has actual depth and it challenges you as a as a as a soulless. Star Wars fan. It, this feels soulless. Yes, and yeah. uh, in time, yes, and then I'm sure in time I'll find things that I like. But sure. Also, like where's Rose? 
<laughs> no, for sure. Ben, I go mean, ahead. I feel like yeah. if you take it, take it more like the, the trilogy, because I mean, we get back and get back into that that, that the discussion from earlier about you know whether or not uh, this movie retcons all of Last Jedi, and I feel like all those messages are, and themes ha- they were they were brought up in Last Jedi, you know, about like how anybody can be you know special or, or you know all, the, all that shit, you know, all of the, 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 the that stuff. Anyway, but I feel like. Um, that that nothing nothing about Last Jedi was was retconned thematically in this movie. They just you know needed to tie up story. But that's, that those messages are still there, and I feel like if you look at the the, the whole thing as as like one complete trilogy, kind of like like one of those drawings where like you know you draw a part and then you fold it over and you give it to the person and they draw another part and then you they fold it over and you look at what you got at the end of it. It's like you end up like with a with a really unique picture. But I feel like. You know, at the end of the day, everything that was that was said has still been said, and the future of Star Wars still can have everything from the Last Jedi in it, as well as you know tying off all the the, the, the story arcs in this new movie. You know, it didn't it didn't like say no, never mind, I didn't actually mean it. Yes, <laughs> the like problem that's, the, that's what happened. The problem I feel with that, Jeremy, is when you try to satisfy everybody, you don't satisfy anyone, because that's what this may be doing. It's like, oh, we're not going to retcon the Last Jedi, but we're also going to do our own thing, and that's just it's it's. It's trying to satisfy. It's trying to do a lot of things uh, that I just I didn't think a lot of it worked personally. And again, like I'm not even like in a state of like like I'm angry about it because like I remember how I felt about the Last Jedi and like, but that challenged me again as a Star Wars fan. I just think this is a bad movie. I just think the filmmaking. I just think like I think it's a bad script. I think you're right about that. I think it's a bad script. Like I think a lot of the lines are bad. Which aspects of the filmmaking don't you like? I think compared to Last Jedi, especially Force Awakens, like, I think the action is not nearly as impressive. Uh, the space battle, well, the biggest space battle of all forget time. Forget about comparing it. Forget about comparing it to other movies, just like on its own. Like what, I found, the, I found the most of the action to be mediocre. Like, comp- like I keep saying comparing. You're right. I, on its own, I found them to be lackluster. I found them to be paced weirdly. There's I, a, there was a couple points where I'm just kind of like, wait, this action sequence is still going. Yes. Shouldn't we be over now? Although I did appreciate the Ray flips. Doing some prequel yeah. flips, I did appreciate that. Oh, I want my cookie for uh, saying that that wasn't training from the trailer when the yeah. ship is coming. But it was after. Kylo Ren. I never said that. No, it no, was. I'm not arguing. Yeah, them, yeah, yeah. But it, like, it's still Kylo. Yeah, like, yeah, did yeah. we bet you yeah. a cookie? No, oh. nobody bet me anything. I no. just, I, I want a cookie because I was the only person who said I don't think it's training. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was the one who said it was training. They yeah. do. We, uh, we all did, yeah, except for Sparks. They do. Uh, they do end up uh, being friends and, and making out or whatever. I, I want to talk about the dyad thing again because I, I like their for, their the, their force connection specifically allows them to force project a lot easier because they're so connected and transfer items to each other. I, I thought that was super cool as they were knocking things down because Snoke were, connected them. Yeah, but but this is. Oh, you mean the Emperor. Well, so so here's so here's the thing about so here's here's where I will make the case for a yes a, a yes and for the Last Jedi and uh, and and the Rise of Skywalker's. I do think that yes, Snoke initially connected them, but mm-hmm. their connection is is primarily because they are they are a, a dyad in the Force, and because now that Snoke is gone, or if you want to say Palpatine did it, uh, which ugh, but Palpatine did it. Um, I really like the the fight sequence that comes from that, as they're in two different places, and you see the stuff kind of knocking over. That is a cool idea. Yeah. And then I really like Ray's magic trick, which I will forever call it, when she's about ready to strike Palpatine down, and Palpatine's like, "Yes, do it," and she's just like, "Raise her hands, like, uh, just kidding." <laughs> and, and Kylo has it. Yeah. Like, I think that's that stuff's kind of cool. I agree. Oh, yeah. I, I, th- I like that stuff. Ben, yeah. say some stuff. Yeah, like the scene with um, Kylo Ren and Ray when the, when when Ren has the mask on, and they're talking and the and it constantly shifts between 
um, Kyle's surroundings and Ray's surroundings. Yeah. I thought that whole exchange was really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. That was cool, yeah. Um, I, the Knights of Ren suck. Yes. They bl- They should have just not been in the movie. They should yeah. not have the, been. The fact that he dedicates so much time to show them standing on rocks on a planet where we, we don't even have them engage with our main characters mm-hmm. is stupid. Hey, for, like, you gotta let Disney sell some action figures, guys. Come on. They gotta, they gotta rake in some profits. Yeah, there was love corporate cynicism. Did Yay! You, did you see? Did you guys notice? I didn't notice this. But hey, it's the same case for Phasma. Yeah, she also else. sucks. Uh, did you? Yeah, she sucks. But she's cool in Disneyland, man. You're right. Did you guys notice very, that? Uh, very cool. That Ben Solo doesn't speak after he turns to the light side. No, he doesn't. Yeah, so I know oh, he says one line. Ow. Ow. Yeah. yeah it's. It, I thought that was weird. I didn't notice that the first time. I. I it made me wonder this the entire half of this movie. I'm like. Why isn't he talking? <laughs> what is he? And I will say, uh, again, I don't like... Not I just, a criticism. I, just just I didn't want him to be redeemed. Yeah. I, knew gonna, did I, I. I knew it was going to happen because of poetry and George Lucas. But um, the, there is... so much more compelling as a villain. I, I know. I also don't think there's a way where you tell the story, again, once you've introduced Palpatine as an element and don't uh, leave him unredeemed yeah. because yeah. you've taken away the ability to leave him as the main focus. Yep. Yeah. The, I will say... Uh, I, I don't buy how quickly he turns into Han Solo, but I really enjoyed him trying to be Han Solo at times. He he does one move where he's just like, come at me. It's the one where he has the lightsaber. Yeah, like, and yeah. I'm like, like you've been a jerk off for like the past like 15 years murdering people, but like all of a sudden you're like your dad. I kind of like it. Well, I like <laughs> just a I, little bit. Okay, I really like favorite, the scene. I love yeah. that the scene between Ben and Han Solo, Ghost Han Solo, is one of my favorites in all Star Wars. Memory Han Solo. Yeah, memory. Thank you. It's memory. Not a ghost. He cannot still, be a ghost. But still, memory Han Solo was really good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I like that sequence. I a hundred percent agree. It, it was. It was heartfelt. I felt it. It, um, felt, it felt like a little bit. It felt like a little bit like the bar scene in Suicide Squad within Suicide Squad. Like uh, it was yeah. the equivalent. Like this feels like a scene. It's got some good pacing here. There's some great stakes and emotion here. Like this feels like a complete scene. Yeah. We recently watched the Last Jedi. Yes. Do you remember the last thing Skywalker says to so, to Ben Solo? See you yeah. soon, kid. I I as much as I absolutely love the moment between Han Solo and his son, we needed a Luke Kylo moment to say like, "Hey, it's okay" or whatever. I wanted, they needed I a wanted, moment together. I wanted Ben to be one of the Force Ghosts at the end. And I did too. Me too. Uh, before we go too far from that, I want to stay with the Han moment for for a little bit. Um, I was talking to Ben because Ben didn't realize this after I I saw the second viewing. Um, and did, did any of you catch what the last thing Han Solo says? I is? know. Yeah. Well, did, you ca- did you catch why? Yeah, because Ben was about to say, he I says, love Dad, you. I love he you. Said, he yeah. couldn't say, I love you. Yeah. He says, Dad. Yeah. He says, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I caught that. Uh, I really like that. Some people, nice. some people don't like the repeating of the, I know what I have to do, but I don't think I have the strength to do it moment. But I'm like, he's living in a memory. Yeah. Yeah. He's literally living in a memory and wishing he did that moment differently. Yeah. I'm fine with it. If you have to do Ben Redemption, this is a good scene. I just wish they still didn't. Yes, yeah, I agree. yeah. After Last Jedi, I was hardcore on the train of let Ben Solo stay Kylo Ren. Do not redeem him. Let him be. I just love the idea well, of him as the main villain. No, yes. So, well, because that's the thing is that like it's Why? it's not. Hold on, Jeremy. It's because it's not it's not Star Wars that they're not going to do it. It would have been too crazy and out there. But the thing is that like, and I get it. I can even concede to the argument that like Star Wars' biggest theme is hope. Mm-hmm. and therefore you can't do a story where someone can't be redeemed because there has to always be hope for them. Yeah. But in my opinion, having lived in life, I would have liked a story where <laughs> it's about how ha- uh, when you encounter someone, you can't bring back. You just can't. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that that's what, that's what Ben could have been. 
What'd you say? What'd you say? Directed by Martin Scorsese. Yeah. I'll 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 give you a flip side of that. Um, I thought at a certain point in this movie when it was gonna be when it's called Rise of Skywalker. I thought Ray was going to die and he would be the Rise of Skywalker. Sure. And he would be the redeemed. Because if you're going to redeem him, do it hard. Make him like, I am the new hope for the galaxy. Sorry I murdered all of you. But I think that would have been a bold choice. But no, they wrote me on Juliet. <laughs> yeah. I think that's awful. Well, I truly have, think that's have, an awful part of the movie. Have, I really don't like the kiss I, I, and him okay, dying. So no, I don't Ryan, care for the kiss at all. Ryan, you Neither were saying earlier that it was predictable, that the movie was predictable. Yes. You're right. There are times. 100%. When, yeah, like when, when Kyle was flung off the edge. I'm like, he's not dead. He's going to come back up and he's probably going to revive have revived Ray. And I was like, okay, so this is, he's going to die. Like after he heals her, he uses the force healing that we saw Baby Yoda do. Uh, no wonder they released it on Wednesday. I know, no shit. To set you up for that. Yeah, and then it's... it's oh, like, is that right? what happened in the episode that I didn't see? Oh, shit. No, it's okay. Oh. It's not that big. It's oh, yeah. Baby Yoda does, uses the healing force. Which was yeah. implied in the, the second yeah, yeah, yeah. episode oh, with I him. thought that's what you guys yeah. were talking about, but then I just clicked on me. I was like, oh, this might be episode seven oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, still, I thought I just spoiled a big uh, thing for you and uh, Mandalorian. Um, it's my fault for not watching it on Wednesday. It's Don't worry about it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, like I, I saw it. I was like, like when when Ray first heals the scene where I'm like, okay, that's gonna be no, played, thank you. That's gonna be a played a lot later. Yeah. Um, when we see when Ben is talking to the Emperor, I'm like, he's gonna get redeemed, isn't he? I was really hoping that. Okay, there's this. Well, uh, let me finish this thing, Brandon. There is this thing at the end of Episode Three of the video game, where Anakin kills Obi Wan. He goes to the Emperor and kills him in cold blood yep. and takes the galaxy for himself. I was I knew Palpatine Alternate was going to be in this moving. I was hoping, hoping that when Kylo meets the Emperor and 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 Palpatine's like, "Go do my bidding." He does a few jobs bidding, and then all of a sudden, Kylo turns his lightsaber and is like, "F you," and I, kills him in cold blood. I got another great one that you can do: have Kylo be redeemed, and then the Emperor takes over his body, and then she has to kill him. That would be that would add stakes, and you like a character that no, like. Yeah. They're like, oh, he's redeemed, but now he's actually the main environment of evil. I personally really like the idea because we've never seen the apprentice become the main villain of a story. Like, there Have was Ray do it once, once, yeah. once, um, once Darth Vader. Like Darth Vader never became the the head of the empire. It was no. always the emperor. Um, I so I really kind of like that idea of making Kylo Ren, who is honestly a very interesting character from start this, to finish. Well, this was the whole thing. This is what you know, Jeremy and I were talking about when we did Last Jedi two years ago. That convinced Ryan of kylo ren's capability as a villain yeah. is that he's unpredictable in a way we've never had in star wars mm-hmm. that's yeah. what was so fascinating about it and they took that away very quickly mm-hmm. which is you know a choice can we talk about yeah. leia sure you know I, the way that i've i've, I've been kind of like piecing it together because because um you know you gotta, you gotta anyway um <laughs> the, I, <laughs> I i i was thinking that um there's a lot of um uh like um Oh, what's the freaking religion? Taoism, symbology between uh, Kylo and, um, and and Ray, uh, just you know that 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 whole thing, you know, two sides of the yin yang uh, between them, where it's like you can't have one of those characters go too far without the other one going too far, and I think that the way that they cleaned up this this whole thing with um, you know Kylo having like a redemption arc and dying and stuff. Uh, what was I gonna say? Something, something really <laughs> smart. <Jeremy. laughs> 
Anyway, I just I, I just wanted to introduce that whole that whole concept of you know um, uh, the yin yang thing, and I think that they they do kind of represent two sides of the same coin. Yeah, they're about and that's why their bond yeah. is so tight. And they got that te- telepathy thing, and that's why I don't think Kylo could ever become a villain because I think he's too connected to to Ray. Um, and um, you know, I think I think it also makes a case for why they can kiss all platonically, but also <laughs> sexy. I, I just I just kind of feel like twenty nineteen. We don't. I really, I really enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. No, I really enjoyed the idea that Ray was. We'll get to Leia. Um, okay, good. Uh, well, that Ray was created by the like Ray's power came from the Force because the Force wanted to balance itself because they had Kylo Ren who was powerful in the dark, so they needed someone powerful in the light. Snoke says that powerful light always always means powerful dark. Mm-hmm. I assumed it would be Skywalker. Right. I didn't see this girl coming. Um, so you see, so so you kind of had that idea. But her being from another bloodline takes away that urgency of herself as being this this powerful character. It's now that she is just the third generation Force user, like like Kylo Ren, and that's why she's powerful. Because at the same again, this this doesn't negate the Last Jedi. She is a nobody, but she's a nobody granddaughter of the most powerful Sith Lord of all time. That's not a nobody. Yeah, that's you're connected to a Sith Lord. You're connected to Palpatine. Yes, that's. Yeah, it's 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 like oh I'm having my um having my cake and eating it like you don't know how about you know yeah I, I just I just feel like making her a legacy character you know you know it, it it does bring the movie down so much and brings the universe so close together that she is now that that you can only be powerful if you are part of remember a that line. little boy at the end of Last Jedi yes oh, yes yeah. I remember the little boy yes I can never forget the little boy never. let let me make an argument broom boy for. <sighs> As an idea, I have no problem with Rey being the granddaughter of Palpatine, and here's why. The idea of being a person who so desperately is looking for a place, a good place, now that they know that they're a force wielder, and finding out not only are you not the kid of Han, or Leia, or Luke, or these heroes you admire, you're the granddaughter of the worst thing that's existed in the galaxy in the past hundred years sucks uh, like that as a concept is fine mm-hmm. i think that's good i ha- i don't have yeah, a problem it, with that kind of, I, it, it builds on the the, the, first, the initial concept in last jedi of, of you know like you know you can still you can be nobody and you can and you can still be great it's like not only can you be nobody which still stands you could also be you know from the worst of the worst and still be great it's like it those two concepts go hand in hand it also and i think that hurts Realizing both doesn't, you know, like take away from it either. Because if you if you feel like your lineage is 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 pure evil, you you feel like a nobody if you're good. You know, like I think that they work together. It also plays directly into the to the base ideology that formed the Jedi and the Sith, at least in their concepts of how to train future members. The Jedi believe that nurture is most important, not o- over nature. You have to be raised in a certain way. Whereas the Sith believe that as long as your nature is bad, you can be turned to the dark side. That's fundamentally what they are. Rey is an exact example against the idea of her nature defining who she is, which proves that both are wrong. I can totally see that. And I, and I understand the point of view. I, I am saying in the same stroke, I don't think it was executed the way I wanted it to be. Yeah. Yeah. But the idea of her finding out, I'm the granddaughter of the worst thing in the galaxy, I think after you've had the two films of an arc of, I just want to find my place in all this, I want it to be with these people, I want to be good, and that fear that it creates, <laughs> that I'm this thing, and I'm destined to be this thing. And I'll argue further that I think the way to have 
done it better is when she says and chooses I'm a Skywalker shouldn't have been at the end of the movie but should have been when she's confronting Palpatine 100%. and yeah. said that's when mm. she says I'm a Skywalker because I want Palpatine to be defeated as a character not as a power mm-hmm. I wanted true, him to true, feel true. fear yeah nobody and- even heard her say it just some random lady exactly I have a <laughs> big problem a with that I have a big problem with that moment I would have preferred that when she's facing Palpatine that that's when she says I'm rejecting everything I t- I have from you yeah I'm choosing to be the people that you have manipulated and the people who have resisted you this entire time up to this point I'm gonna be one of them I'm gonna be a Skywalker mm-hmm. yeah I do like that yeah so yeah. the idea itself, I don't think is problematic. It's the execution. Yeah, I just think yeah. you take away so much agency from this character by making her a legacy character. I, I just, I, 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 I know so many people who are just like, who feel betrayed that they're, they've taken away this, this, this character, this kind of beacon that anybody could be anybody. And I don't know. I, I don't disagree with them. I, I understand that, but I also am like, they didn't. They just said that Ray's not that 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 person that mm-hmm. that is that it, like the boy with the broom still exists yeah. he's canon it's plenty of other jedi and sith figures yeah. who are not connected to the skywalkers or palpatine exist see, and are yeah. canon i see i i agree with you but like where you're coming from i get it because like again they're it's they're having their cake and eating it mm-hmm. they're not negating the less jedi but they're also saying lineage is important and that's a problem because like you want them uh, like to stay on the trajectory of the Last Jedi, but it's just it's just it's not going to happen. Again, unfortunately, again, you know where the Last Jedi went out, this one went in. Yeah, and, and I, 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 I I disagree fundamentally with the idea of going back in after we went out. I also agree. Uh, yeah, but but it does that that aspect doesn't bother me as as much. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chad Palpatine. You did want to talk about. You did want to talk about Leia. Yeah, because the more I thought about it, the more it bums me out that she's even in this movie because. I think of uh, I think of Fast and Furious, where she she passed before this movie was even filmed. Correct. Yes, yeah. Okay. Uh, Paul Walker died in the middle of filming Fast Seven. 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 Yeah. And I still think they uh, handled Furious Seven. Furious Seven. Sorry, Vin. Sorry, Vin Diesel. I still think they handled the way that it did it better because uh, I don't know about you guys. I could tell that that wasn't that that wasn't new footage. Oh, I could you could tell. tell. It think... doesn't have Carrie Fisher's spunk. The lines are short and just just words. I want to I want to be clear now. They did the best with what they had. Sure, you don't. And it, sure. And, and it, it's just... <laughs> what else are you going to do? Well, don't put her in the movie. Yeah, I'm kind of up she that. She passed I, in the crawl. I'm kind of up that. After she plays such a pivotal role in this in, in this story, there's like no way around it. I like, disagree. It's like I'm so glad they had any footage of her. I don't think she does I mean, what, play such a pivotal the, role. The alternative, the alternative is to just say, oh, she's not here. Like, like okay, but like, really? She's not here anymore? Like, what do you, how else are you going to frame it? Let me you tell know? you, Jeremy. <laughs> The same way oh, the movie I'm starts, the same way the movie starts, like she's being trained by by Leia. She's like, "Oh, I wish Leia was here to c- continue my training." Same thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the stuff with Ben, uh, I, uh, I, it didn't work in the Last Jedi. Like, like she trying to reach out to her son, he he did stop. Uh, I just I, I don't buy the execution of it. Again, if it was done better, I just think I think she's used wrong. I, I just never I just never believed that she was in the movie. And when yeah. when 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 I couldn't get around that, I just never her death doesn't impact me at all. However, I will say Chewie's death sells it. And goddamn, Chewie's reaction. Chewie's reaction. Yeah. Chewie's reaction. No, that's yeah. that's the most emotion I had in the movie is Chewie reacting. That was yeah. that was rough. That's hard. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I just I you gotta say. Uh, I, I, I officially have not scrutinized a movie like 2001: A Space Odyssey as much as Star Wars has been scrutinized. That's true. 
Hey, well, that's because that's what we're doing here. We're being critical. If we were discussing 2001, I'd be critical on it. We're not talking discussing really it. really critical. No, on for it. sure, yeah. for sure. It's, it's, it's interesting to me because I feel like a movie like this, and I mean, you know, I don't, I don't mean to infantilize Star Wars or anything. It just, it's like, it's kind of like, it's like, it's like going on a roller coaster and being like, well, I, I feel like the, the drop could have been an extra 20 feet, like, and there, and there was like two loops, but there could have been three, you know, like. I don't know. Like, well, but that's the just the, the day, nature of being in fandom. That's just, you know, it's just all in good fun. True. And also, again, uh, I really like The Force Awakens. That is a fun summer popcorn blockbuster. It's, it's not very deep. The Less Jedi made Star Wars deep for me, and it made me, again, like it challenged me as a, as a fan of the franchise. This feels more hollow I, than, like, than the prequels to me. Deep. Say that again? I don't, I, don't know. I don't know if it's as hollow as... Oh God, Attack of the Clones! But you know, like uh, I, I feel like, yeah, it, it did take a step back from that depth. But I feel like if you kept going in that direction, it it, it was going to start getting pandering. And but I just don't, I just don't think that there was any. I just don't think there was any passion in this movie. Like I, I could feel passion in the Force Awakens for for J.J. Abrams' love of Star Wars. I can mm-hmm. feel passion in the Last Jedi for the for Ryan Johnson's love of Star Wars. This just felt like, okay, let's get one out. I don't know. I felt passion. I definitely like had a few moments in the movie where like I was I was really connected to what was going on. I felt really connected to to Luke pulling the the the, the X wing out of the, out of the water. And I agree. Again, I didn't have the external factors of of you know people wanting that or anything. But you know, I, I really liked that. I I felt really really connected to everything that happened on Exegol, like the the when when Lando shows up with the fleet and stuff, and you start getting the you know like some of the, some of the cameos in the in the fleet. And you know, like Ray, Ray reaching out and and hearing all the voices of the Jedi. Like I had, I had moments where it was like, wow, this is this is really touching my my, my Star Wars fanboy's penis. <laughs> I'm glad no, it touched I, you in certain ways. Like I, I agree. I think there are <laughs> I think there are plenty of moments that that I feel like still have have that that passion for. It. I just think that there's. I think. And, As a whole. and I know that you're aware of it, Brandon, because you retweeted someone saying the same. But um, it's I think that the the biggest problem I think this movie suffers from is the fact that I just think that they made it too quickly. I, it, when Carrie Fisher passed away and Colin Trevorrow, who was supposed to do this movie, was taken off of the project, this movie should have been postponed from its release date. It feels but like because of draft. investments, Disney didn't let that happen. I, I guarantee you... J.J. Abrams wanted more time to work out the kinks on this film. I'm sure. 100%. Like, there, this is, it, it is a suffrage of being locked into, no Star Wars films, uh, the episodes, were ever made on this tight of a release schedule before. Yeah. yeah. And Ryan Johnson made the best one because Ryan Johnson had two extra years to think about it mm-hmm. and knew what was coming before. Yeah, that's true. So, um, it, I, I, do think J.J. Abrams makes poor choices here. Um, I also think he does good things. Yeah. I think Chris Terrio also makes poor choices and does good things. Yeah. Um, and and uh, one of those is uh, cutting out Rose. That was a terrible, terrible choice. I 100% support that. I agree yeah. with that. Yes. Yeah. Rose um, should, I, I Rose that, should have been in this movie a lot more. I think, I think that... The, not only is it a, just a, a bad choice, like there is a, a an amount of social ignorance where you know what, uh, what happened with that actress online because of the last jedi you knew the context that you were heading into and you decided to just push it away not just that 
If she if she was barely in the movie, that sucks. There is a scene where Finn's like, I gotta go do Are this. Are you scene. sure you don't want to come? Yeah, and Rose is like, no, I don't want to go help you. I gotta go look at these Star Destroyer plans for That's Leia. That's not what I do at all in my character. I haven't gone out of my way to help my friends endlessly. That's not my character choice at all. I'm gonna go hang out in the back. Don't worry. Finn just chases Ray this entire movie. Like, I feel bad. I feel bad for John Boyega this entire trilogy. Like <laughs> Until he meets Janna, and then he's just with Janna. Yeah. Even though he's... Good concept. Yeah. The Stormtrooper kids' the concept's great. The whole mm-hmm. idea that all of them, the reason why they broke free of the thing is because they are Force-sensitive is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I would have loved to have seen more of that. Yeah. yeah. What's, hey, what's, what's, uh, what's Finn's secret? That he doesn't that get Force-sensitive. That he's Force-sensitive. Didn't read like that to me, but I could... I, I, thought, I thought, honestly, that they were, that they were going to say that he had feelings. He knew that she that she was a Palpatine. Why would he? Oh, because he worked at the Death Star. He worked at the, or the Force Order <laughs> or whatever. Like I thought that was going to be the secret. I was like, oh, I hope that's not you it. You know, my problem is is that it just it's brought up and then they don't do anything with it. Can we give a uh, credit to, box. to Oscar Isaac that he entirely plays, even though they write him to have a heterosexual arc, that he is bisexual and he's still in love with Finn. Yeah. Oh my God, they tuck, they he hold plays hands it, at a moment. He plays it in every moment, regardless of what they wrote for him. Yep. And I love it. I, I did like this. <laughs> sorry, Ben. Real quickly, I wanted to touch on. Um, I really like the sequence when they when they. Re- reveal that Poe was a spice runner even yeah. though he wasn't before he joined the resistance he was part of the new republic navy um but for that so now that. he's a spice runner before he's joined the resistance yeah. uh but he's you know because he isn't white <laughs> what oh because it's like an illegal drug running oh okay well it doesn't it wasn't han a smuggler too though yeah he's white yeah it's true well, Real, real but quickly. If you control the spice, you control the galaxy. This is not the franchise. The problem, the problem <laughs> is taking someone who had a previously like established resistance, respected family, yeah. and saying that's not his backstory. He's a drug smuggler. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Um, yeah. It's he, that that was never what existed before, but now it is because his parents fought in the rebellion. He was part of the New Republic Navy, and then I read some the, of that comic. Yeah. Then he rejoined the. Re- <laughs> yes, then he joined the resistance. That's, yeah. That's the problem. Okay. Yeah. That sucks. But I did like the all to give him some BS heterosexual relationship with a woman who won't take off her helmet. Yeah. Poor Carrie. Russell. You only see her eyes for about two minutes. Who didn't need to be in the movie? Poor Carrie. Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed. Um, I really enjoyed that the things like were you, were you a smuggler? Were you a stormtrooper? Were you, were you a smuggler? Were you a scavenger? We could do this all day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did because I think he he's plays funny. his moments. He's very funny. Oscar Isaac is continuously the best part of these trilogy. This trilogy for yeah. me. Anthony Daniels gets the best stuff to do since Return of the Jedi in this movie. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, agreeable. Yeah, yeah, that's a hundred percent and they and did deserved. A lot for, for C-3PO. Pardon? Definitely. I, I said they did a lot for C three PO in this movie, and I really appreciated that. Yeah, because you know what? If you watch Last Jedi. Everything he says in that movie, they spit in his face. <laughs> it's, just, it's so hard Except to Leia. watch. Except Leia. That's very important. Jedi. That's very important. Leia is the only person that respects him in that movie. Yes. Um, <laughs> Leia is always the only person who respects C-3PO. Um, and nobody respects R2-D2 in these movies. No, J.J. Oh. Abrams really doesn't like R2-D2, I guess. Who? Who? I don't know. Who's R2-D2? I've forgotten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Dio. No, we barely need, in the movie. Last time I saw him was the trailer for Force Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> parts around him. No, one of the things I was trying to say earlier was one of the character reveals, or not reveals, but like the turncoats, was Donald Gleason as General Hux. That, I love, oh. I love Hux in this movie. I love Hux. I, that I think that's so. When he shows up, when the Finn and uh, moment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When he sh- like when he shows up, about to, to he's like, oh, I want to take care. I was like. No, no. Zap, zap, zap. T- yeah. I'm the spy. Talk <laughs> about Last Jedi. Yes, and that's yeah. yes, and we're gonna make this yeah. character even better. Yeah, yeah. At first, at first, <laughs> when I saw that, I'm like, 
bullshit. He is. Wait a minute. I'm the spy. Well, like the the cogs in my head started turning when he's talking to to him when he's trying to help him, and then well, he's, he's like, he's, "Oh, he's shoot a, me a leg," because he hates Kylo Ren. Well, he says That's it, a, he says yeah. it. He says he's like, um, "I'm not for the resistance. I just want Kylo Ren to lose." Yeah, and there's yeah. your yes, yet. It's like, okay, yes, he's helping you. One of you it, said that he is Starscream because me. that was the funniest. That was the funniest <laughs> thing. Ever. Yeah. No, yeah. The second that he shot it like, on the spy, I'm like, oh my god, Starscream. <laughs> yeah, like when he's, when he's revealed to be a spy and then when the, the other general shoots him. I don't like that. Grand Admiral Pride. Yeah. Allegiant. Oh, Allegiant. Allegiant yeah. General so Pride. If it weren't Richard E. Grant, I would have liked it less, but because it's him, I'm like, damn right, he's yeah. too smart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't like that Don Hall Gleason died. I, I wish uh, not in that moment. I wish I wish, we had I wish he'd left bit. on the ship with them. I wish yeah. he'd been part of the team for a little bit because the, the the dynamic would have been hilarious. Yeah, and then yeah. Yeah. like There's he would be of... feeding the resistance info, and then all of a sudden, two. There's found an him. episode of uh, Rebels where yes, of, I was thinking of that specifically. Where one of the nice. the imperial gar- uh, imperial officers turncoat. I love it, and but he leaves with them. He leaves with them. He's part once, of the once team. Once he knows, like I can't cover this. Yeah, um, he's yeah. out. So yeah, uh, Richard E. Grant is uh, is Pride, Allegiant uh, General, Pride. Allegiant General Pride, uh, and like he's he's you know like a imperial guy. But I like I he just, was from the Empire. I like the the line of like I served you before and I'll serve you now. He, yeah. That's all I needed. He's a, a an actor in a battle with Ian McDermott for who can chew the best scenery. He's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His death at the end. He's just like ah oh, shit, and it explodes out. Yeah, yeah. It's like really when good. he when he exp- tells uh, Palpatine, he's like I served you in the old wars i'll serve you again it's like yeah that's all i need i, I really i really liked there's a couple of really brutal deaths like far more brutal than star wars has ever done mm-hmm. there's a bit where he gets, you know uh, pride gets blasted out of his star destroyer it's explosive and then uh there's the bit where where the the exegol is collapsing that's the temple is collapsing and uh rocks are being are, the, the 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 weird sith things or whatever golems or spirits <laughs> or whatever are being bombarded with just boulders yeah. and shit i'm just like Damn! Back to hell. There's a yeah. She's like Jesus. It's yeah. hard to watch. Um. Yeah, but uh, I'm really glad that they gave Anthony Daniels as much as they did. I do yeah, really too. like the first parts of the film when we're just with the group together. I wish Rose was there, but I'm glad that they're like on this journey together. I like the trio's uh-huh. dynamic because um, Poe's still a, a, a dumbass hothead, and she's just like, "What do you do to my ship?" He's like, "I, I had the lights." You definitely, you de- I definitely would have liked to have seen more character stuff just happen and less of the uh, plot on the way kind of stuff. Yes, because you could have just directly gone to the Death Star and been like, where was the Wayfinder? Oh, the Emperor probably kept it in one of two places. Yeah. And they could have even checked Coruscant first and been like, not here, and then gone to the Death Star. It's like, it's one of the two. I do want to touch on the fact that I, I think Poe Dameron is one of the things that J.J. Abrams yes butted uh, personally. Cause, so it, I was thinking about this a lot. So at the end of The Last Jedi, it's, you know, he he steps up oh, and becomes I agree with the this. leader. I, I know where you're going and I he, agree with this. He steps up to become the leader that he was meant to be, that, that, that Leia was trying to teach him to be. Um, it, you see it in the moment where he's like, don't follow me, follow him. Yeah, why are you looking at me? Talk, follow him. Um, and I, I, I think that if theoretically, if they had just not written Carrie Fisher into this movie, if she had passed between movies, then I think that Poe Dameron should have been that leader of the Resistance. He's and, and such just, a naysayer in this one. Yeah, he's just not... He's he's, he's like he's coming off fresh from the Battle of Crate. Like I've lost confidence that there's anybody who cares. Yeah, but it's been a while, and like Finn has more confidence than ever, which awesome. Yeah, um, and Ray is frankly, in my opinion, Daisy Ridley's at her best in this movie. I agree. I th- like I actually know yeah. what her character's going through and what she's trying to achieve. And yeah. I think it's a good like what she's performing feels like a good conclusive arc from where she started. I agree. That yeah. like just performance wise, I really like. Yeah, I her, agree. Her, 
character is one of my favorite parts of the movie because, you know, to be honest, even though I've been, you know, supportive of this new trilogy, I haven't felt super connected to her. It's the, main the first time where it felt like it was her movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, agreed. Um, and, and I'm and glad. And got to go last time. I'm, I'm glad for that. <laughs> um, but Poe felt like he was just coming fresh from the end of The Last Jedi, not having that growth of yeah. time that the others seem to. Yeah. I mean, we that 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 did not sit quite right with me. Like when he said when there, he was at the battle, the no one came. We don't know how long it's been since Last Jedi and 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 Rise of Skywalker. I think Abrams said about a year. Yeah, so then he they could have gone to it other feels like longer. They could have gone to other systems and be like, hey, what the hell? And then they could have regrown the resistance from there. And be like, hey, we actually do have people who want to fight on our side now. I think that's why I find the ultimate like space battle like. Ultimately, oh, they settled me twice. Uh, uh, just underwhelming because I, uh, I, I, I have to compare to Last Jedi because it's the last movie in, in the trilogy, right? Uh, they couldn't get anyone to come help them, and this was the final moment of the rebellion. If they if they lose here, they lose everyone, right? So a year goes by, and now they're all just suddenly cool with it. They're just like, no, oh, yeah, now I'll come sacrifice myself and have more people. I didn't yeah. buy it. I just didn't buy it, and it's because yeah. and it's just like, hey, it's Lando. And I'm like, I mean, not gonna lie, Ryan, this is look, this is sorry. Go ahead. Not gonna lie. When I first saw that scene, my first thought was. Man, this is cool because we see Lando swoop in. We see all those resistance ships, yeah. all the the gunner ships, and then like as the fight goes on, I think, where the frack were you guys? The battle crate when they needed you the most. But see, yeah, that's because they didn't need them until that's now. That's the now. lesson. That's the lesson of the Last Jedi that hope is being reignited in the galaxy. Yeah. So I so you can that make is an argument. It's happening off screen. Yeah. That is that is that is that should be why they're there. But the movie structures it as like now Lando just said, "Hey, come help us." Yeah. And that's Admiral the thing. Ackbar's, the line. It's like Lando, go round up everybody. Yeah. Now that, way, what did you think about uh, Akbar Junior? I like him. I like his weird eyeballs. Now that, yeah. that being said, when all those ships are there, what I think is so cool about it is two things. One. And I do want to talk about this for a moment. Um, John Williams' score, mm -hmm. when that moment happens and Poe flies around and sees all the ships, oh, is the good. opening main title, Crawl, in the movie. Yeah. It's a triumphant version of that, which he's never done before this mm -hmm. film. Um, yes! And I, and I think that's Thank really cool. That up, yeah, and I think that's really that is, cool that that's... he... Go ahead, Jeremy. Oh, yeah, that's something that I definitely wanted to talk about in this movie, is that the... Um, the um, uh, recurring motifs in the film are used in a way that were so like they, they, they were just so intentional. Like I, I think I think you hit the nail on the head. It being the, the music from the opening crawl as a moment in the movie, which hasn't been done before. Right. It, it carries from the very beginning that you know from, from 1977 all the way till now. It's like we got to the end battle. Here's the music, the most victorious fanfare of all time. Bam! In the scene in the movie, so which it, is you know, uh, spe specifically for that moment, because um, I do want to talk about John Williams' score overall for a second. But um, for that moment and specifically, him bringing uh, the opening title "Crawl Through" to me feels like, and, and coupled with the line like, "They don't have a navy; they're just people." people. I think that is for John yeah. Williams working with what he has from this film, his way of communicating. This is you. This yes. is you getting yeah. to go, uh, as far as you can for the film. This Star is you Tours. coming along. This is. This I was going to say Star Tours. This <laughs> is every person getting to be a part of it. This they, is every person that's loved it. This is everyone uh, who's never been a part of this fight. It's been the resistance and the Empire, the rebellion and the Empire, and the, the you know whatever. Um, it's it's them 
taking it into their own hands for the first time. And I really like Not that idea. Fanfare for the common man. The uh, the Star Tours ride is going to be Exegol. It it has mm-hmm. it now. I, I, yeah. oh, it I, I was yes. there. <laughs> it, I wrote it. Who was the person? It was, was it Ray? What? It's Lando. It's Lando. Oh. Um, Ray's been being yeah, added Lando. to Ray's being added to Jakku as an alternate to Finn. Oh, cool. And uh, Lando. Uh, so the the Exegol one is uh, twofold. You start at the broken. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jeremy. You start at the broken down Death Star. Uh, Lando uh, takes you, and you go to uh, the final battle you at Exegol. Start- you start in a hangar and you're kind of well, like yeah. uh, like being tossed around by Kylo Ren, and then yeah, um, you you make it out of there, and then and then Lando is like, hey, I know you just got out of that thing, but we need your help, and then and then they take you to to Exegol and you participate in the fight, and it's, it's badass, it's cool. cool. It really ties in well with the movie because like you actually feel like you're part of that battle because it's actually kind of a canonical thing where it's like, hey, this is just this is another Star Tour, <laughs> Star War. Um, yeah, John Williams uh, definitely used this because this is John Williams' last Star Wars score. Yep. Um, and I he, mean, he, the man's eighty-seven. He it might be his last score. Uh, it, I believe it will be. It will be because he retired. Except he retired to, to except for the Star Wars films. Um, so this is his last score, and he took the opportunity because I've listened to the score on its own. He took the opportunity to be like, if I had to treat Star Wars as an opera that I've been writing, how would I? And that in way that works with the film, but also is like, let me re- if I'm revisiting pieces, let me revisit them in a way that that brings this some bridge to this altogether. So there's yeah. a lot of like a, there are a little bit of prequel music. There's not a lot of opportunity for them, but there are a couple of them worked in um, one of the chants from the that's happening by the chorus uh, during the Sith robe standing. There is a piece from Duel of the Fates. It's just yep. broken down in a different way. That's cool. cool. I love um, the moment. Uh, I think it's uh, it, it, it's in the the sort of uh, Palpatine throne room. They they bring back those like Fatsunato like high strings for that. Yes, da, yes, da, da, yes. Da, da, da. It's so so well played. That's my favorite piece like, of music in the movie. Is the revisiting that? Yeah, yeah uh, he he has one section where he finds a way to revisit. Um, it's the Emperor's theme that turns into Kylo's theme that turns into Rey's mm. theme mixed with Kylo's theme that turns yeah. into Luke and Leia's theme. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and he he has one piece that just fluidly moves through that. Um, he did he did such a great job putting a capper on just the the music he did. And I think half, arguably, of what makes Star Wars so iconic and, and last so well, certainly at least from the original trilogy, is the music. Mm-hmm. And John Williams did a great job bringing like- that piece of it to a close yeah um, i've been i mean it really it's in it's an opera you know i mean yeah at the, at the end of the day Space. and like i mean i can't imagine this is done with any other kind of music Ev- it just doesn't work every it's- other score that he's done for the star wars films always says uh something some kind of moment for what it is and end titles this one is just called finale oh nice mm. yeah um dio oh i wanted to actually touch on how do we think about star wars doing the bare minimum for representation Oh, I love I love uh, the what? bare minimum. The the <laughs> two ladies kissing. They, oh, they Cl- said they yeah. said they would have queer characters Cl- eventually. Clyde the slug man gets more screen time than no, that's not true. That's not I true. saw that tweet go okay. around. I watched it closely the second time, and they're just upset and okay. saying that it's Good. not true. Okay, he's also at the beginning of the movie. No, he is at the beginning of the movie, but I'm saying like that that hug moment is much shorter than okay. that kiss. Okay. It's almost half the length. Okay, I, I I like the character they chose. I liked her from the Last Jedi. What's her name? I don't know. Susan the Last Jedi. Cool. Hulu Bimblesnatch. Susan. <laughs> Babu Freak. Susan. Oh, he's the best character in the movie. He's Babu one of my Freak. oldest friends. One of my Babu oldest Freak. friends. The droid is ready. Um, 
Yeah, I they, they could have done better. I just they it's not a necessary thing to happen. I mean, they've already kind of explored a lot of stuff with sexuality and gender to the point where like you're just gonna do it in that moment. It kind of feels pandering. Kind of yeah. feels like you just I agree this because people want it. Like that's the whole movie. You know, like, that's I the whole movie. Like, that is not yeah. the whole movie. Nah, it, it I don't was know if it's me. the whole movie, it's but movie. that moment kind of felt a little. Eh. Yes, you know, I, I, you know, I'll tell you what. The people sitting right behind me, I swear, one of the girls said, oh, a lesbian kiss. I'm not even joking. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, look, it's something to look at. And I'm like, yeah, no, why? Uh, uh, it sucks. So, look, in the, in the pantheon of time, eventually, there will be a film that has lead characters that's a blockbuster. It's called The that Eternals. Are, that are gay. It's called The Eternals. Well, we hope. Doesn't give me a lot of confidence. Well, look, there's, there's there's plenty of movies that 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 address it fine. It's just we're so past. No, there's no like a short Jeremy. Jeremy, there's no yeah? Jeremy. There's no blockbuster film that has lead characters that are gay. Blockbuster. It's it doesn't exist. Big 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 <laughs> movies. Um, and eventually it will. And Star Wars Nine, if I nothing else. Huh. Yeah, okay. Uh, Star Wars 9, if nothing else, could have been that film. Like, of all the things we could say about it, we could be like, Star Wars 9 was the thing that had it with Poe and Finn. Oh, my God. It, it could have been that. It. And everyone could have been like, and it would have been controversial, well, but guess what? It. it was already on the line of controversial anyway. Isn't, in Solo, isn't, I, I haven't seen Solo, I know, but but isn't Lando, like, pansexual or some shit? Yeah, but that's not, like, that's not directly addressed in any way except if you listen to an interview. Like, it's not something in the film that's covered. He might bang his robot companion. Okay. Yeah, he might bang his robot companion who has the voice of a female, so... That's, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, no, it, it making Finn and Poe, like embracing that, which is something Oscar Isaac has talked about, he wishes they had done. He certainly, been... he certainly plays it that way because as far as he's concerned, that's his intent mm-hmm. to as much as the script will allow him to. If they had just done it, it would be such a landmark thing to be able to say, remember the end of the Skywalker saga? The end for now. When they Let's kissed. Let's be real. Oh but God. the end of the Skywalker saga where it was the first blockbuster film to have a le- two lead Dude, characters that are The gay. cheers in the audience would destroy the cinema. <laughs> And it's just, it's just so unfortunate that they're so scared of that. Yeah. And someone pointed out that, like, the same way because uh, th- some people have said it's because of China. And it's like, no, it's not because of China. Because in China, they cut out the scene of the ladies kissing. Um, and they don't air it because China's a- anti-gay and everything. You could have had Finn and Poe kiss in that exact same way in that moment of the film and left everything else. And it would have worked just the same. And China could have cut that out. Honestly, uh, that should never be, be the case either. Because... Uh, as has been repeatedly proven, China doesn't give two shits about Star Wars. Yeah, it's not doing it's it's not doing well at all. The right Last now. Jedi, Rogue One, Solo, and this have all underperformed and or bombed in China. China really liked saw went to see the Force Awakens. It was their very first ever Star Wars movie. They were like, "Hey, I want to see what this is that the Americans are so obsessed with." They saw it and they were like, "I'm good, not for me." And then they never went back. So don't do it. Who cares about China? Don't right. release Star no, Wars yeah, in China yeah. anyway. I just think it's a shame. Like I agree. this could have been the yes, moment. I agree. I agree. Um, we all wanted to see it. I wanted Finn Poe more than Raylo. It's there. I'm hoping that when they inevitably make episodes 10, 11, and twelve, and they come back older as characters, that they're together. Because it's kid. Moonlight, but Star Wars. Yeah, mm, that'd be nice. It's inevitable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, did I have anything else I wanted to touch on? Um, when the new, new animated series Resistors comes out, <laughs> the state transistors. <laughs> Uh, I, why my, like one other, like, Ooh, change. Um, 
I wish that all the Jedi's four spirits appeared behind Ray when yes. she pulls up those lightsabers. Yeah, it would have been the cell moment. It would have been the cell. It would have been, been like the most yes, incredible this is it. This visual. Is it. And right at the head of the pack, Ben. Yeah, like like that would have been that would have been it, dude. That would have been like do magical. it magical. Uh, that would have been if that, that one scene something. was in this movie. I would I swear I would rate it. So and much if better. that had come right after she said, "I choose to be a Skywalker," and that's what she did instead of saying, "I but, am all the Jedi." Mm-hmm. Like, but I not was... everybody knows how to do that. What? What? I think it's implied that the the afterlife apparently you can teach things in the afterlife because in episode three they they're like oh Qui-Gon learned after he died <gasps> Anakin, Anakin never knew and then Anakin knows yeah <laughs> Leia Leia but turned Qui-Gon into a force ghost studying that that that, that, that Leia died in, in the, the Leia died in this movie and she's a force ghost in this movie not yeah. a lot of time has passed so right. you can clearly quickly learn it right mm-hmm. very quickly yeah but 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 also there's a lot of time in between Queen, where she's apparently been doing force training and stuff, or maybe she learned how to do Jer- like, Jeremy. I, I just, I just Jeremy, Anakin never learned, like, yeah, and then Anakin yeah. dies and immediately does it in Return of the Jedi. Like it's immediately. Not, it's not. It's not like a, a thing. day later. You don't need to worry about it. Qui Gon's up well, there in Jedi I, heaven, just teaching I'm people. I'm really worried. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No, everybody could have shown up as a Force ghost, and it would have been great. It would have been awesome. To hey, see. props to them for uh, still keeping Alec Guinness in the recording for the Obi Wan lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That was cool. Uh, I didn't think I needed Ewan McGregor to say, these are your final steps. Yeah. I'm like, got it? I Cool. Again, like I, I wish the Forest Ghost would have appeared, but hearing Hayden Christians to say, bring bring balance to the Forest like I did, Yeah, that's dope. That is so dope. No, I dope. agree. It's cool. Yeah. I just, mm-hmm. I just wish... That's my favorite Hayden Christensen moment in all of cinema It's history. the best acting he's ever done. <laughs> it's a line. Yeah, I mean, like, it's cool. I like hearing all the voices. Poor guy. It, it means a lot, especially like all the characters that ha- are coming from shows that we haven't yeah. really had play like that freddie prince jr that's yeah really that was cool. crazy yeah. yeah um yeah uh that his kane and jars was so there. i know we talked about it earlier but like this confirms that like ahsoka has not been killed in this sh- in any of the no. canon right no. so they're saying like oh yeah she's dead at this point like no yes, matter what i assume she's that's dead. kind of a bummer right i mean i would have i guess I well, the thing is old age we d- 90 years she's the, a, she's the thing is we do not know how long her species lifespan is but she Chewbacca's is 250. she is shown at the end of rebels very old okay like not stupid old, but old, and is so she, like, is she as old as Leia and Han Solo, or is she older? She's younger she's than as, Leia and Han Solo. She's as old as uh, Anakin. She's as old as uh, she's younger than Anakin. Anakin's like in his forties when he dies. She's young. So. She's younger than An- she's younger than Anakin, but she's older than Luke and Leia. She's okay. like a teenager during the Clone Wars. Yeah, then she could be. She, she should be alive. <laughs> but the thing is that like we see her older once we come to. Bef- Return of the Jedi. No, I get it. I just mean like the, so, like, the thing you were talking about earlier. Like we don't know. We don't want to mess with this character's real estate. No, I agree. This just puts a finale on her. I agree. My other end of it is that I'm like you took the one of the most prominent uh, extra characters who has been in most of the other media, mm-hmm. and you gave that actress the opportunity to have her voice in a live action movie. It's I'm good. not gonna fight with you about yeah how cool that is. No, I agree. I actually really like the Forest Ghost moment. Well, quote unquote, the Forest spirits talking to yeah i just uh i just think it would have been bomb as hell to have them behind her yeah and i do just ultimately wish that palpatine was defeated by more the the character of ray herself like instead of just again than just uh like i wish it was the you know because she technically strikes him down but i wish it was the the resolve that she has and i wanted to see what i wanted to see is i wanted to see palpatine afraid yeah, I wanted okay, him to so, see outwitted, outmatched, and afraid. Okay, so he wanted, uh, he wanted Ray to kill him so he could transfer her soul, his soul, into her. Right? His spirit. He wanted right. her to become yes, all yeah. of the. Same. Does she not kill him? No, she kills him. So why doesn't his spirit transfer? Because into she her? does it with lightning, without vengeance, without hate. 
which is what she came there with. She came to him with hate in her heart. Okay. I think, thinking about it, and again, I have not seen it a second time, which is my mistake. Uh, I wish I had the chance to. It's fine. But I'm trying to think about it. Is Palpatine's plan in the prequels a lot more simple than his plan here? His plan is he just wants to rule the galaxy. That's his plan. And now he wants to destroy I mean, if you, the galaxy. If you think of every avenue, well, he it, doesn't want his, to destroy the galaxy. He wants to still take it over. Dude, but all the all he has planet yeah, busters. Think, no, he says all the all I the planets who. Hold, hold on, Jeremy. He said he straight up says, "If you will not bow to me, you will die." Okay. So there are worlds who will still bow to Imperial slash Palpatine rule, and there are those who will not. Where are the planets? Those soldiers. I'm sorry. We're talking. We're talking about a character who, like, if you look at the original trilogy, his only motivation is I just want people to be unhappy. Yeah. Like, there's no clear anything else about that. So, like, I don't. I don't know. Where did he get those soldiers? So that so that is something that interests me is that all of the the Star Destroyers um, they're not unmanned are not cannot be. operational because at the beginning of the movie they say we're going to need to get a lot more kids but those kids to, grew to, up fast to staff those those ships yeah. yeah yeah those kids grew up fast now that being said not all the star destroyers shoot no in the end yeah mm-hmm. but there's so a lot a few, of them maybe not all of them are manned i imagine not there's still a whole lot see, of them. i see i thought that the, so my question was like oh were they in the ice were they were, are they reanimated like corpses too okay is this okay. titanic too at the end of the movie Anybody? we see we see bespin and endor and we see the story is falling out of the sky correct yeah yeah so i thought i thought that the emperor's ships once the navigation thing went down they couldn't move anymore so they are you telling me they moved so far That's, across that the thing we see in bespin is actually a first order star, star destroyer okay so what what happens is when i saw it the second time i caught it is that uh, they say everybody's rising up across the galaxy they're hearing the communications come in so that means that and if you look when they go to endor somebody used a holdo maneuver to destroy a star destroyer they yeah. lights they light speed right through it and split it in half see fans so, it works so so the whole thing is that all of those are other people in other places deciding we're done. Cool. No more yeah. Star okay. Destroyers cool, anywhere. Okay. I did, I it's did like, like uh, no more First Order, no more of the Final Order, just no so more. So the battle was happening everywhere, not just at Exegol. I, okay. did, I did like um, the... Uh, shit, you said a thing and it reminded me of Hold a thing. Maneuver. The Hold'em Maneuver. I did like the Dominic... Dominic Monaghan was like, why don't we just do a couple hold-up Why don't maneuvers? we try some hold maneuvers? That moves one in a million. I think that's dumb because that's a suicide mission. Like, why don't we just suicide ourselves a bunch? I'm like, why would you just say that? I yeah. think that's that's just a fan because you're dealing call with, out. Because you're dealing with Star Destroyers that can blow up a planet. But it's not the, literally the first thing you say, hey, why don't we just like suicide a dozen of our ships? That's yeah. not the first thing you and say. Like, that's a fan service line. And like just the, show me the hold maneuver at the end. That's all I needed. Yeah. You don't need to say it. And it's like the, uh, the resistance is so understaffed at the beginning of this movie. Like, they have like five ships. But then they have them all. And a Corvette. Like, yeah. come on. But then they have people. But then they have a lot of people. Yeah. Nian Neb should have been there. That's all I'm saying. True that. He was. He was on the Tantive. Should have been on the Falcon. Should have been on the Falcon. Yeah. Um, I think I'm... But then he would have taken Chewie's seat. But it would have been with Lando. Yeah. I, I mean, you're already making Return of the Jedi again. Might as well just go for it harder. Oh, let's talk about Ben. Solo? He was like, Chewie finally got his medal. Let's oh. say why that's dumb. Okay, okay. I don't, I don't see it as dumb. dumb. I just see it as a thing of fi- him finally getting his damn medal. Uh, I'll just sum it up as so the medal from is, the War of of 1977. That's from all from okay. This is <laughs> and there are other examples. I just think this is the most egregious one in Rise of Skywalker. Is this is this is something done for Star Wars fans, not for Star Wars characters? Yes, it's 100%. it's not for Chewbacca as a character. Chewie has never given any indication that he cares that he cares about that. 
uh, that was done for Star Wars fans. 100%. I will. So, I did. I did hear someone say that it could have been Hans, and like Maz was giving him Hans medal, and I'm like, that's kind of cute, but it's not said in the movie, so I can't yeah, believe I that can, that's a thing. Yeah. The other thing is, uh, if if JJ, if you cared about the new canon, which the whole point of of this reboot of Star Trek, Star Jesus, Star Wars, is that all these, uh, all, all all the things matter, all the all the stories count, they're all kind of important. Well, okay, let's take that that into account. He's already got his medal. Jerry Duggan gave it to him in the Chewbacca miniseries. Right. I have that book. So he has a medal already. Yes. Yeah. No, now he has two medals. But J.J. Abrams is so uninterested in anything past the movies. Let's not throw it only on him because he is not the only person who knows Star Wars lore who had eyes on this movie. Other people didn't call this out either. Let's yeah, not just throw him under the bus for it. I don't. Let's be clear. I don't expect J.J. Abrams to be a person who reads every single comic that's coming out right now and every book written related to Star Wars. He's too busy to do this trying movie. to do his own Spider-Man. I don't. I don't expect him to be that guy. I will. I will say. I think Ryan Johnson might be that guy. Uh, that's fair. I think he might be too. But that that's coming from like a, a place of a desire to do that. And I just don't think J.J. Abrams is that person. Nor do I think J.J. Abrams had the time or opportunity to do so in preparing this film. This yeah. definitely had more hands on with Disney than Last Jedi. 100%. What what I the, the I do think that there are a lot more people who knew better who should have said things yeah, like yeah. Dave Filoni, mm-hmm. who we know still gets to say things about this movie. Yeah, he might have been too busy. To. He might have been too busy doing Mandalorian. <laughs> he can't keep eyes on both. It's possible, but I mean, like, uh, there's. You know, this is why there's a story group that keeps yes. track of this stuff. It, it shouldn't fall just to JJ to know this. It's like it's like the the wayfinder. It should have been a holocron. Yeah, that would have been. It isn't. Like it's a holocron, right? Yeah. When I first saw it, it's a triangle too. Yeah, that's a holocron. Yeah. It looks like actually, a holocron. It's just a had, GPS. <laughs> and so when when I first when 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 he first saw it in the ruins of Vader's castle, which we should have seen, um, he he takes it out. I'm like, oh my god, are we gonna see a holocron for the first time in live action? And no, it's a wayfinder. There's only two of them. It's a MacGuffin. What? Come on! Yeah, yeah. two MacGuffins should have been a because the Sith holocrons are they're triangles too. Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I said. They're 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 triangles, and so like it's this. It looks like one quacks like a duck, acts like a duck. It's a duck. Yeah, it's a goose. It's a goose. <laughs> it's a goose. <laughs> um, Until I don't. Um, liar, liar. <coughs> what else? I don't know what else to talk about this movie. To be honest, what do you guys? Got? I mean, I, I think I, I think I've explained I, my notes. Jeremy. Uh, yes, dear. You got anything? Um, how do you guys feel about um, Kylo and Ray Kitt thing? It's awful. It's Not awful. Fan. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you like chaos, Jeremy. So, no, I, I mean, I do what? kind of understand. You like chaos. There, there is the reading. No, no, I don't. I don't like chaos. I, I honestly believe that, like, you know, whether or not. It's romantic is, you know, beside the point. I actually don't see it as romantic kiss. Like, I think it was so much just about, like, giving a giving some kind of, like, power to that moment. And I feel like between the two characters, you can't go through that much shit together linked telepathically by the fours and then be that close and not, and not just be like, dude, come here, we did it! Like, I feel like it was, like, you know, there's different kinds of love out there. I feel like it was just kind of like almost like a familial kiss, like kiss your brother kind of thing, which you know Star Wars is very familiar. With. I just don't but think like, it comes out. It comes out of nowhere. It does. In, in this movie specifically, they've shown no interest in each other physically or or romantically. Well, and obviously, she hates his I'm guts saying, by the though, end of it, Last it Jedi. It doesn't need that. It, it it didn't occur out of sexual tension. That's the thing. Is I feel like it just 
occurred out of like a connection. I think you're and projecting like, a bit, buddy. Huh? I think you might be projecting a bit. No, I don't <laughs> think. No. See, I, my my no! my thing is like I. <laughs> I'm not. I guess maybe my, I. I platonic look, kissing. It seems weird to no, me. No, no. Look, I, I, I think I that, don't kiss my girl I, friends. I think my, I think that that read could exist. I just don't think it my was friend comma girls. I don't think that the subtext to uh, make it feel that way was written to be present, and I don't think that that was the intention behind it, and I don't think it's performed that way. I agree with I, that. I feel like it. I feel like it's it's left to, open to interpretation though because I like like again they didn't they didn't build up any romance but I also feel like that moment didn't build any romance either and so like That's why it feels left but, but my problem my problem is that they also didn't build the other direction do you see what I'm saying like they didn't build a strong enough platonic friendship platonic connection. friendship connection between the two for me to, to feel that is an earned moment regardless of it being romantic or not. Yeah, 90% of the whole movie they're fighting each other. Now Ray I, Ray yeah, literally almost like, kills him. It, it's the kind of thing where they're they're fighting each other but I feel like they're all like constantly trying to reach each other. And so like it's not like they they never have any like real like hatred for each other. It's always kind of like oh, if only you and I were uh, you know and I feel like that that moment is like just like punctuated I, by a kiss. I it, grant it, you, I grant you that that is a true fact about their relationship, but I do not think that that leads naturally to the kiss. Nor do I think that JJ's intent with including it is non-romantic. Here's so, I, wa- now, I, wasn't, I was I wasn't going to bring it up, but, but I watched an interview with JJ Abrams about the kiss, and I'll, and I'll tell you his exact meaning behind it in one second. Um, and I okay. forgot the other thing I was going to talk about. Damn it! So I'll talk about that first. He has said that it's supposed to be a platonic friend kiss. Yeah, he, I watched an interview this morning and saying it was never supposed to be romantic. That still does. I don't buy it. It doesn't. It doesn't. No, come, it doesn't. There's no setup for it there's at all. No, I don't buy it at all. If you're, if you want to get, if, I'm sorry, but if we were in that situation, I would just wouldn't kiss you. If I just brought you back to life, I, yeah. Probably Wait, no, we oh, have I got the it. subtext. I got it. We have the subtext. <laughs> okay, so I got the moment that I was thinking of. Uh, I think my favorite moment between them is Kylo's like, I, I, I reached my hand out for you. And she's like, yeah, and I would have took it. I would have took Ben's hand. That's the moment that I feel a real connection. It's not a random kiss. The show like, oh, we have so much love and passion for our friendship that we have to kiss. That's the only thing we can do. That's not what I do. with my, Like, maybe I haven't gone through mental telepathy with somebody. Oh. But kissing is not what you do with homies. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, hug them, sure. I kiss yeah. my homies. Um, uh, I kiss well, my homies. Yeah, that's fair. Well, yeah, that's fair. Jeremy, uh, I don't want you to call me out on the podcast like that. <laughs> uh, I want to... <laughs> I want and yet it's not it's not untrue. It's not untrue. I didn't want to end this conversation it's without, not untrue. without having without talking about <laughs> Leia having been trained by Luke uh and that flashback sequence, which I think is fine enough. I, I like the design of Leia's lightsaber. Uh but the big issue I have with that moment is that Luke says Leia knew everything, knew what was gonna happen with Kylo, knew that Ray was a palpatine, knew the, all, all this. Like in that moment, and that's why she gave up being a Jedi went into politics. I'm like that's that's weird. I would have preferred yeah. if she just like I just I I I was a Jedi and I don't want to do it. I'm a politician. I now. think the worst yeah. the worst thing I felt about that isn't uh, necessarily that she knew those things, but that uh, it starts with she saw the death of her son. Yes, yeah. and I'm like, hold up. You didn't see the death of your husband. She she saw it. I mean, like, and it's not the first time that like Force visions and yeah. future have, have led us down certain paths. But I'm, 
I don't feel like that was a part of the character that Carrie Fisher played in the previous movie. No, I don't think so no. either. I agree because no. she because up until the Last Jedi, she's like, I just I just hoped he would come back. Worse than that, in the Last Jedi at the very end, and I do think this is a yes, but she says, "I know my son is gone." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But is he really? Tell me, yeah. JJ. Tell me why. Uh, yeah, and that just goes. There's back. not a video, Ben. Who are you pointing no, to? No, it's just I'm just getting out my own <laughs> okay. thoughts. Yeah, I. I I like the flashback moment. It didn't look too bad to me. No, um, seeing the, them the young flashback again. moment is fine. Luke, be- look, Luke looks better than Leia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he does. Well, she looks like she's in a video game cutscene, and he looked like he was actually just there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't mind the flashback, and it's he easily... He like a new hope, Luke. He didn't have the scar. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it's... Make me pretty again, please. <laughs> you can easily say that after that fight that Leia went into politics, and she didn't trained to be a Jedi. Yes, she you can, off. but you can't say that she saw the death of her son. Yeah, that's bullshit. And saw Rey was a Palpatine. Like, it just, it's just weird that she's like, why does she tell Luke? What? Does, so Luke should know that Rey was a Palpatine, right? She doesn't prepare the resistance like she's aware that Palpatine is still a threat. Yeah. It's weird. It's just a weird thing to do. It's like it's almost like he's yes-butting his own movie, The Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh. Well, yeah. It does at least provide context of why Leia feels, feels so much for Rey without having ever met her the moment she comes back from Han's death. That's true. And I'll at least grant it that I stupid dumbass <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah, seriously. This dumbass moment makes this other dumbass moment make more sense. <laughs> yeah. And I know I had some um, positives in this movie that I want to talk about. We go, talked go about some of them. We, we sprinkled them in. We, we did. I'm trying, to th- I'm trying to think of them because... Ben, if you're having trouble thinking of them, maybe it's not as good as you thought. I don't want to take your don't, don't let him be. I'm you. kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm not Am I? <laughs> no, I mean think about it. Like we talked about that. Like the performances from Daisy Ridley are yeah. fantastic. We've talked yes. about a lot of the lightsaber, like, the good, the lightsaber the fights. Yeah. All the lightsaber. I really like the design of her new lightsaber. All yeah. of the lightsaber fights, I will say, feel like they are more emotion based rather than like prequely action based. I 100 agree with that. Yeah, and there's and like I've said, strangely paced though. Like the okay. first, the, the 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 one on the the one on the bridge. Another bridge. What is the Death Star thing? Yeah, like that one just kind of felt like it kept going. I agree with that. But still, it was a fight. It wasn't a. I I felt like they were trying to translate an idea that Ray has been thrown off because from the moment that she sees, like she's coming right out of a dark Ray vision. Yes, and then fighting Kylo, and she's not on her game. She's conflicted and unbalanced. Oh, I did like that. That's why Kylo bests her, and the only reason why she's able to get a hit in on him is because of what Leia does. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. So I would argue that the pacing is intentional to convey Ray's like lack of balance because up mm-hmm. to that point she's been well in control i won't yeah. disagree with that and even after she uses the dark side of the force to what she believes to kill chewbacca she's constantly going forward and forward more it looks like she's more going down the dark path i kind of feel like she should have used the that dark side of the force to like channel it like you, you know at the end she's like using because the dark side of the force is is corrosive but it can be used for the light yeah i kind of would have liked to have seen her like take the power that's inside of her and like Throw it back do at you, him. Do you know what I wish she could have done? Hmm. Is I wish that uh, she'd blocked off Palpatine's lightning with the lightsabers and all the Force Ghosts behind her. Her own lightning, and then and then uh, just just you know separated it away, mm-hmm. and then Palpatine's just like taken aback from it and that's when he's scared and everything and then he tries to throw his full force back at her and she doesn't use the lightsabers but she does the Yoda maneuver and she uh. catches it so she oh, doesn't yeah. actually strike him down she reverberates his and lightning and then she back does a Kamehameha with all of her friends with behind her with all of her, her friends behind her yeah, yeah. 
God, that would have been the best moment in Star Wars history. That turned into Dragon Ball. Guys, we really should watch. want that moment to happen. It, just, it would have been so cool. Because then the Pal- then Palpatine is destroyed by his own stuff being thrown yeah. back at him, not by her directly, uh, which him. you could argue also is what was happening with the lightsabers, but yeah. I think that would have been translated so much more, and it would have shown her in more communion with the Force. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I liked uh, Palpatine's design. I wanted to say that. Yeah. I liked his, his like, corpse that, design. No, that Deadite look is creepy. Yeah, I love it. it's scary. And I, I did, love how I, he's also in shadow most of the time too. You don't. You only get the lightning only illuminates him. Full. There's one scene Except where, like, when he's young again, he looks like prequel era Palpatine. Yes, well, he does. He, yeah. Well, because uh, I, I, there's one scene where it's like it's like flashing, and you see different versions of him in like one quick scene. It's like you see young version, you see gross version, you see this version. I'm like, that's a nice little touch. Yeah, yes. I was only shot up once, and I'm like, that's really nice. Um, God, I lost it. Damn. Okay. Well, so I've only seen this movie once, and if I seen it again, I probably have more to say about it. That's. The... I think I would actually have more positives to say if I saw it again. Because, yeah. You know, like, look, I like the prequels. I'm going to find things I like in this movie that will probably help me my enjoyment upon rewatches. Yes. Or I just really hate it. I don't my, know. See here. I don't believe it's my crimes of Grindelwald for Star Wars. It's just. It's my thing is just like just because it's Star Wars doesn't mean you you have to accept everything about it. Yeah. Like, like you're allowed to like again. What Star Wars means to you is different than everyone else. That's why yeah. we have the Last Jedi haters I, and stuff. I agree with that. I, but I also feel like you don't have to like everything about something you love. Oh no, yeah. And, and I think like you can you can still like this is something we talk about. Like you don't have to absolutely dislike this movie, and you don't have to absolutely like this movie. Yeah. Like I'm I'm on a. Uh, I told Ben that I think I'm where most of the world and the internet seems to be on Return of the Jedi about this because Return of the Jedi is my personal favorite. Yeah. But this one, I think I'm where it, what it sounds like most people are at with Return of the Jedi where I'm like, I don't personally get some of the qualms. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, okay. And on Rise of Skywalker, I'm like, no, I, yeah, that's where I am. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's not quite the finale you want to this trilogy. It's not quite delivering on that, but like, it's, it's still got a lot of punch of what I like. Yeah. yeah. No, it's 100%. That, I mean, it's, st- I like this movie. I don't love this movie. The more I watch The Rise of Skywalker, I love that movie more and more and more. It's you not- mean Return of the Jedi? Oh, damn it. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Thank you. It's okay. The more times I watch Return of the Jedi, I love um, Every time I'm watching, I was like, man, this movie is just great. You see Wicket and, and his son in this movie. You and do. I think, oh, and I think the more you're uh, able- Comet. Yeah. And I think Comet? Comet. That's his name? Comet W. Warwick. Hulur Burnberg. Hulur Burnberg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that the more that you watch it, you'll find moments like what Jeremy pointed out, like the, the arc of the lightsaber and the way that Luke tossed it aside and the way Luke catches it now in this yeah. one and hands it back. How and, did... How did uh, I what, actually love that scene. What do you guys scene. think Maz's story for how she got the lightsaber is? It's probably going to be explained in a comic. I don't know, but I'm ready for that comic. Comic, yeah, right? yeah. Oh, uh, actually, Another story for another day. That's another, that's another... I love the scene with Force Ghost Luke and he's talking to Rey. I know it's it's a lot like the Force Ghost scene between Obi-Wan and Luke Nothing in, in Return of the Jedi, but I still really enjoy and it. You know so, what? Sorry, real it's quick, a lot Jeremy. Like the, the Force Ghost scene uh, between Yoda and Luke too. Oh yeah, it's almost like like they took that 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 moment from Last Jedi and it was and like applied that to to Luke's character and then because he learned from Yoda again and then then he was like, I have to pass this knowledge well, on, you know, like he. he I agree with that because yeah, well, mm-hmm. this is all this is a whole thing where I've seen a lot of people saying like they retconned Luke's character and his decisions now to undo the last Jedi and the choices he made in going okay. to the planet no. and everything by saying I, that I was wrong. And I'm like, no, the whole thing is that he couldn't accept failure. And at the end of the movie, he, he accepted it, mm-hmm. which is why he projects himself. Yep. And so, yes, he's going to tell Ray, I was wrong. Exactly. Um, Luke catching the it's lightsaber. Just, it's character development. Yep. Yeah. 
like, people need to learn the difference between retconning and character development. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah, Luke catching the lightsaber and saying a Jedi's weapon needs to be treated more respectfully is him as a Force ghost because he comes himself off from the Force in the Last Jedi. He was done with it. He didn't want it. He just he went on the he went to the island to die, Octal. and now he's there. And now he's back as a Force ghost. He's like, no. Failure should be a teacher. Let's I, learn from this. We saw a porg. I do. We saw a porg. We I did, appreciate yeah. that. Fanny I loved w- that. That I was on her say, damn bingo card. I will say that you know, if, if you know, you take in a lot of when you're us, you take in a lot sometimes with what's going on behind the scenes. I I will say that I true I I felt that moment when he grabs the lightsaber and says a Jedi's weapon should be treated with more respect, as a kind of like. Kind of like f you to the last Jedi, being like, yeah, he shouldn't have thrown it back. You were right. You were right, fans. I don't see it. As I, 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 I mean, I understand, and I, I somewhat agree, but I do think that is still the trajectory of that character. I think it. I mm-hmm. think it's also Luke being a critic of himself, like mm-hmm. as yeah. a character. It, it, I don't think that undoes the Last Jedi and the arc that he went on to recognize I was wrong to be here. I was wrong to toss this away with my attitude towards you. Mm-hmm. I was. I was wrong. I don't think that ruins what the Cause last the, Jedi cause, yeah, is like, saying. Because yeah, like the last Jedi like still happened. He's just like I like I did make a mistake, and I do agree. Like like and I think yeah, I think I, we like, all agree with that. He straight up says you're gonna. I'm gonna teach you as to why the Jedi should end. At the end of the movie, he realizes the Jedi. He's not going to be the last Jedi. The Jedi are gonna evolve and grow from what he will happened. not be the last Jedi. And then that's why he accepts the Force and eventually dies and becomes part of it. I will say it is probably again m- most of my problem with this movie is the execution of it. Mm. I do think it probably could have done in maybe a, a subtler way in like a better written way but like him catching the lightsaber is like a direct reference of like hey I threw that thing away last time like I uh, I goofed but my one, bad one moment I also personally I did also enjoy is when uh, Ray does go back to Tatooine to the moisture farm where Luke grew up or grew up and she buries the lightsabers <sighs> don't tell Anakin he hates sand don't tell Luke he hates it too. <laughs> he, they all hate the sand. Everyone hates that place. Sand Why would she go back there? It, yeah, honestly, okay, it's again, the end of the movie on Tatooine where the movie began. Where Star, the Wars, began. <laughs> Star Wars fans, yes. not Star Wars characters. Yes. It's for Star Wars fans. It doesn't make sense for Rey. It doesn't make sense for Luke. Doesn't make sense. Certainly doesn't make sense for Leia. Chaos. Makes sense for Leia. It doesn't make sense for Anakin. Like, doesn't make sense. Anakin wouldn't want okay. to go back. I get why it doesn't make sense for Leia, but I like that. Did um, you see the tweet where, where it's like, um, "Can I finish my thing, please?" Sorry. I like when because that was where Luke got. I mean, yes, that's not where he got his saber. He got an Obi Wan's hut, but that is where Luke began his path as a Jedi. Was on Tatooine. Again, for the fans, I like. Though. To me, I see it symbolized. It's, it, it ended where it all began for her. That's why she buries it there and turns on her new lightsaber. She's like. This is his final, like, quote unquote, his final resting place so, back home. It's a cool design, her lightsaber. I like it, it is. a lot. I saw it as a symbol. I, I saw it as a symbolism of her burying the lightsabers of this is where the new Jedi started. After yeah, Order 66, I, they started here. I know, I know what you're saying, but that is a decision that is based around the idea of a new hope is where the journey began, which is as Star Wars viewers and fans, yeah. As characters, it's not. That's Anakin's lightsaber. It comes from the Jedi Order. It started earlier. You could have put it on Naboo to represent their mother, who's, you know, an often forgotten and not cared about aspect of their history. There, It doesn't make sense for the characters. Rey has no connection to Tatooine. Luke didn't like the planet. Leia was never there. Anakin didn't like the planet. It was his grandmother is buried like 10 feet away from those lightsabers. Ben, it'd be like you being buried in like an Amazon casket. Like he, he, they they hate tattooing. His, Why would they go his back journey there? began there, so he should be put back. In. No, but I mean that's what I'm saying. Like 
don't bury me in texas please like it's <laughs> you know it's 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 uh it's where it began to us but it's not where it really started for these characters it's visual it's metaphor not only for nine for nine movies it's certainly not for that lightsaber it, it, it's a pretty shot sure the twin sons are back but again it's symbolism for for hey look remember star wars yeah <laughs> that's what it is well i still liked it so that's fine you're allowed to like it no you're you're allowed to like it i just i just want you to understand why we're saying it's it's not designed for the characters as a choice right. yeah um I'm good. But I got to put my rolly circular droid I created BB-8 in that shot for some reason. Yeah. I like BB-8. J.J. Abrams I like BB-8 too. I just think that he's shoved into imagery that I don't know why he's there. Yeah. Sometimes. Did you see the twin sons look like BB-8? Because he's not raised oh. droid. He's posed droid. Yeah. Uh, BB-8 is a new hero in Battlefront 2. <laughs> Great. He's oh. a little droid. I can't, and the little, what's the evil one? BB-8. BB-9. He's also like the evil version. Bad BB-8. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. BB-8's Poe's droid. Yeah. Why isn't BB-8 hasn't been with Poe in three movies now? Yeah. No, he spent time with him for a chunk of Last Jedi. Uh, then he went with Finn. You're right. Uh, okay, but in The Rise of Skywalker, why doesn't BB-8 go flying with Poe? R2 Because there. the movie ends with Rey and we need the marketing of BB-8 and Rey. BB-8 should be with Poe all the time. Right. Is that I... the last time we see R2? No, C-3PO and R2 see each other at the celebration. Yes. Okay. Nub nub. What you got, Jeremy? Anything else? Nah, I'm good. I'm, I, I'm actually. I gotta, I gotta eat before all. You're Star Wars out. Tiny town Yeah. <laughs> we also did. I get it. Yeah, we're also pretty hungry. So why don't we? Why don't we end it? End oh, it oh, I did want to end it on this. Um, uh, everybody's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do we yeah. want to do our rating? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay, let's get final thoughts and rating. Um, Ryan. I uh, ultimately disappointed. A lot of really great moments. It's not the worst Star Wars movie, but um, um, I would give it. I would give it a six point five. Ben, I still like it. I don't love it. I have. I enjoy it. I'm pretty sure the more times I watch it, I'll point out more flaws. But who knows? I might still enjoy it. But I didn't. I don't hate it. But you're, I do agree. It's a little disappointing. It kind of. It didn't stick the landing as I was hoping. But I still think it's a fun Star Wars movie that I'm gonna enjoy for the rest of my life. Seven. Okay. Sparks? Yeah, I like it. Um, I like it uh, a decent amount. I think it has its issues. Um, I think there's a lot of, like, you know, uh, what do you take when you go to see this movie? Only what you take with you. And what I don't take, I don't take <laughs> expectations from what I got out of hope from The Last Jedi or, or that kind of thing when I went to see this. Mm-hmm. Um, that just wasn't there. Certainly not the second time I saw it, but even the first time. Um, and that, that does affect the viewing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just, I knew it wasn't going to, I had imaginative ideas of what, what could come after Last Jedi. And I knew the moment that Ian McDermott was added to the cast and Palpatine was coming back. I, it wasn't going to be this movie. Mm-hmm. Palpatine <laughs> um, at all. But, uh, but I still think like there's plenty there that still works for me, even if it's only in concept rather than execution. Um, but I still get a lot of what I like about Star Wars in, out of it. So uh, a seven and a half, mm-hmm. 7.5. Um, Jeremy, you want to go and then I'll go? Yeah, sure. Um, I, I, a lot like Sparks. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased with um, some of the thematic decisions that they went with. And I, I, I can agree. I think that some of the execution was not um, as well done as it could be. There's definitely better Star Wars movies out there. But, you know, as far as it goes in the trilogy and its, its, its place in the, in the story that it, it, it tells within this, this current loop and in, including the, the, the movies that came before, 
I really, I, I really enjoy all the symbolism. I think that it was, I think that it was a really good movie. Um, so I'm going to go eight and a half. Jeremy, okay. you said this was your favorite of the new trilogy. Do you still stand behind this days, days later? Uh, no, I think, I think last year they still my favorite actually. Um, but it's, it's really close. It's, it's for me, I feel like they work really well as companion pieces to each other, especially because there's a lot of like duality and, and things that offset each other, you know, in a bl- very black and white way. I said before that there's like Taoism symbolism. And I think that the, that's represented it just as much in when you watch these movies back to back, I think that there's a lot of back and forth where they conflict with each other and where they match up. And I like, and I like that the way they work together more than anything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, like Ryan, I was pretty disappointed in this film. I, um, I didn't really go in with a lot of high hopes and I already knew the ending of the movie. So I wasn't sure what now that, what was the thing that was spoiled? I knew the Palpatine. I knew the Ray was Palpatine. Uh, what's like, you say you saw like an image. What was like the, what was like, it was, it was like a, an image that had, uh, Ray Palpatine written on it. Oh. <laughs> as she was like holding the lightsaber on Tatooine. Oh, okay. And I think the caption was something like, how dare they make a pal- give a Palpatine uh, and uh, the Skywalker's legacy. Mm, okay. And uh, so I saw that and I was just like, Ugh. I really just hope that this person's being, a- that's why I thought it was like maybe Photoshop at the yeah. end. So, uh, so so I was just kind of like, I really hope that's not <laughs> real. Um, but yeah, I, so, no, so you know, I was pretty disappointed, but I, I'm sure upon rewatches, I'll probably like think, find things that I like. Um, you know, Jeremy, you mentioned that this is a really good companion piece for The Last Jedi. Having seen The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker so closely together, I'm not sure if I agree. I probably would need to sit down like one at a time, watch them one day and then the next day. We watched them the same day. To probably see if, uh, yeah, we did. if that is true. <laughs> um, I'd probably be interested in that. I'm, I'm curious how this trilogy pans out because right now I'm kind of like, what a mess. <laughs> Um, I, I think last year is the best one of the trilogy, and mm-hmm. I, this was this was. I still feel right. that way too. Yeah, uh, I, I think this one. I think was, I think Last Jedi is at, is as. It's just so well crafted. It's hard to compete. Yeah, um, so I, I I think I'm gonna have to give this one about a six. Mm-hmm. I think I'm feeling about a six right now. Cool. Um, so that's it. That's we it. did it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we did it. just uh the. The last uh, thing that I wanted to say is that um, I think it's I think it's important because uh, there's just so much um, talking about Star Wars and I've seen a lot of people uh, and I, I kind of empathize with this one idea of uh, I, I want to talk about Star Wars I, w- I want people to say their pieces and then I don't want to hear about it anymore yeah um, and I'm and I'm very much in a similar boat because I'm not um, I've already talked to a few friends who are like oh, I can't wait to like talk to you about Rise of Skywalker and I'm like I probably don't want to do it. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, and they're like, "Oh, you didn't like it," and I'm like, "No, I just don't want to talk about how you didn't, or or anything." Like honestly, um, I <laughs> I I think it's important to recognize that, uh, because I'm really disappointed in a particular friend of mine for like he's on this post of uh, man, I'm hearing some things. I don't think I'm gonna go see this movie. Uh, I I think I'm already gonna hate it, and I'm like, cool, man. I mean, that's fine, I guess. And he's like, but but like, tell me what you think about it. And I'm like, no. I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm not going to fight to like talk to you about this movie. And he's like, oh. And I'm like, well, what do you want from me? Like, You're not even willing to embrace the possibility of the media by giving it a chance. So yeah. why should... So my whole thing is, if you're going to see Rise of Skywalker or you have seen it and are going to see it again, I want you to really try to uh, drop the, uh, the 
all the back catalog, the the unfortunate handling of Rose because uh, of what happened with Kelly Marie Tran, to drop all the discussion about The Last Jedi for the past two years that has been both negative or positive, and where you've been on that, in that fight, whatever. The whole discourse of, has Disney even done a good job with Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. Please just drop all of it. Try to just let the movie tell you a story and see how it makes you feel, and if it makes you connect with the characters still. Because... I think that's so important to just try and recapture in it what you still love about Star Wars and see where you can meet with that in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, because to me, I had to think about it for a while. I think Star Wars is more than anything at its best when it's about wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that this movie, unlike one at least in this series, uh, has moments of wonder, plural. Um, and uh, And that's... That's enough. In some ways, that's enough. So just try and branch yourselves away from all the BS that happens around this I stuff. I think it's a poorly made movie. I am excited to never talk about Star Wars again after this. Hell yeah. I can't um, wait until everyone at work asks me about can't it. Can't wait until we go we record The Mandalorian in a bit. Um, oh, my God. We do have some, we do have some uh, com- listener comments I wanted to read out before we end. Ooh, I can't wait to see how um, these are. Sam underscore Frankie underscore Sully, who's been on the show. We know him. Uh, her. her, her. We know them. Um, I liked it for the most part. I didn't like the end. I was satisfied with Ray dying. I uh, love them being together. Hated Ben dying. I hate when the bad guy turned good dies. I was excited to see the parallel between him and Vader and how he wanted to be be him to the to in the end. Getting Anakin's happy ending. I thought I was. Um, be- I thought I thought it was beautiful and how a story, but uh, and how a story. Weird. That's the end of the sentence. But then he died. Stupid. Uh, um, this is a person who watched all of Star Wars in the past like two weeks. Yeah, um, D Pat. Not not that that invalidates those feelings. D Pat official says, "I see you flex. Follow me, uh, heart. Uh, rolly eyes." Okay. So you know that's probably not right. <laughs> um, uh, fe- fetal fetal ape said liked it. And downright nerdy podcast says once again my bingo card is a complete failure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have one more thing I want to pull. Up. On the Instagrams. Uh, but yeah, talking about Star Wars has become so exhausting, especially when it comes to The Last Jedi, which oh, yeah. which I was I almost got into it with someone the other day, and I was just like, you know what? I don't ever want to talk about this movie again. I don't ever want to talk about any of these yeah. movies again. I yeah. had to. I told uh, someone at work, uh, uh, we were talking about Last Jedi, and he was like, hey, well, you must have hated Last Jedi. I was like, no, it's, I love that movie. He's like, oh, well, the, who's your favorite Star Wars character? I was like, Luke. He's like, oh, well, that they did Luke dirty. I'm like, no. And I did this whole <laughs> long, ex- bless you, this whole long explanation Two of why. years. Yeah, this whole long thing, and then he's sitting there going, yeah, well, I just heard it sucked. I'm like, what, did you not watch the movie? He's like, no. I then just, why are you talking to I me? I just found out someone who's been telling me how much the ba- how bad the last Jedi was for like two years didn't even see it. I was like, you idiot! Actually, the same yeah, person was idiot. talking about. I was like, man, let man, Rise of Skywalker is gonna suck. It's gonna be bad. He's like, I'm not. Don't waste your time. Don't go see it. And then my, my another friend of mine is like, but I want to see it though. Um, if you tell me it's bad, but if I like it, then someone one of us here is wrong. Okay, so the other two on Instagram, uh, directed by Dante, says the Skywalker saga ended with the Return of Jedi. Okay. I like that opinion. <laughs> uh, I had the story says this was a pile of troll servicing hot garbage. I kind of like that opinion. I kind of agree with that, I'll be honest. But anyway, that's it. We well it. done, everyone. We made it through. We made it through the we year. The year is over now. It is. Star Wars um, end of the year. Now we have to look forward to Avatar sequels. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do it. Cool.
cool dog. Um, so I am at BT McClure. Sorry, I always start. Sorry, start differently. Thank you to everyone who contributes. Thank you to everyone who listens. Jeremy, thank you. I can thank you in person. Heck for, yeah, Jeremy. For hey, stuff. Thank, thank you for having me on again. I really, really appreciate it. It's, it's always fun to talk about this kind of stuff with you guys because <laughs> I, I, I don't usually get to nerd out with many people. <laughs> That's us. We're the nerds. Jeremy, where can they find you? Oh, jeez. I don't even keep track anymore. <laughs> yeah, you can find me. Um, geez, what are all Jeremy of my? Vellucci, my do you want us to do it for you? Jeremy Vellucci keyboards. Yes, please. I don't. I don't plug myself anymore. Brandon, <laughs> uh, you can find Jeremy at uh, Jeremy Vellucci keyboards on Instagram. That's the one. <laughs> um, and you have a show, Suburban Proctologist, which is online. Yes, I have Suburban Proctologist. Oh, and just briefly, I- I'll mention that the, the script for the next episode is done. It's like being recorded as we speak. Get, haven't spent as much time on it as I'd, I'd like to in the last month or so, but we are working on it. It's actually like going to come out. Like it's going to happen. That makes me happy. Yeah, yeah. Procto. Yeah, it's gonna be better. It's, it's gonna be better than Star Wars. Well, that's not hard. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Swing. Brandon. Brandon. Two hours. No, I feel like there are some positives. End of podcast. Before anybody can counter him, it's shit. Let me just be honest. It's shit. Listen, I've I hate it. Really good-looking pieces of shit before. It still got some duty in it. I'm just saying. Listen, it. Anyway. listen. You can't polish a turd, but you can roll it in glitter. Oh, Jeremy, I'm going to use that forever now. <laughs> uh, That's you can my find, motto. You can find our show at Fake Nerd Podcast at, Insta- uh, Podcast at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, FakeNerdGuys at gmail.com. I am at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ryan. I'm at DJ Tony Snork at everything. Ben. Ben Magnet 27 on Instagram and Twitter. Sparks. Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. Thank you for coming along this journey with us, everyone. Um, thank you to Mike Patola. Thank you to to Jeremy as I said um, and that's it I guess until next week guys. until the last time Ben until, <laughs> until next year may the force be with you <laughs>